It is Saturday, April 8th at about 11.30. I am just getting up, getting ready to head out to meet Nick for the um, fucking Mario movie. That's the name of it. There we go. Uh, Pretty stoked. Welcome to Mario Kart. On my way to the mall now. Got to meet Brendan there. Got a belly full of Chipotle. I'm ready to watch a Mario movie. I'm a Luigi, number one. It's now about 12.30. I'm following Nick through the mall parking lot. He says he knows where to go, but I'm not so sure. Because I saw the movie theater a little while ago, but now that we've been driving in circles, I don't see it anymore. So uh, we'll see. Here I go! Wah! All right, Brendan and I are walking into the movie theater. We both have bellies full of Chipotle. Brendan, how are you feeling? I'm feeling good, feeling ready. Do you think our constitutions will allow us to make it through this whole movie without a bathroom break? <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm about to get a big Coke, too. Yeah, this is going to end poorly. <laughs> I've already urinated, and I may have to again at some near point in the future. We will find out. I hope that it doesn't come to that. All right, before we go in, Brendan, yeah. let's stop here for a minute. We're both walking. God, I'm so full of Chipotle. <laughs> I have a surprise for you. What's that? And you can't say no. Okay. You can't say no. Okay. Got You understand? I understand. So what do you say? Anything but no. All right, good boy. <laughs> All right. I have a surprise for you, and you get to pick. <laughs> Describe what you're seeing in my hand. Uh, it's a Waluigi hat. All right. And now, describe the other thing you are seeing in my hand. It's a Wario hat. All right, you get to pick, and I'm warning you, Uh, they're both not made for people with big heads. (laughs) I'll take the Waluigi. All right. Congratulations. Thank you. And like I said, you can't say no. I'm going to put it on right over my hat. All right, Brandon's wearing like a beanie, and now he's got a Waluigi hat. So if you were afraid of maybe looking looking like a doofus when we get in there, (laughs) you've made things worse for yourself. I definitely do now. So, we're going to post pictures of these online, and uh, you can see just how bad we both truly look. Yeah, it's it's awful. It does not fit either. No, they're not made for people (laughs) like us. Uh, We'll see you in a little bit. Bingo! Bye-bye! We have made it inside of the Regal Movie Theater. Yes, it is packed. There's a lot of moviegoers here. Many, many children. Probably here for the same film we are, unless they all really like John Wick. I was kind of wondering what the other movies were out right uh, now. John Wick and uh, Dungeons and Dragons, I think, are the big ones right now. I see an advertisement for The Little Mermaid. I don't believe that's currently showing. Uh, no, that's coming soon still. But, okay. Um, yeah, this is definitely a Mario movie crowd, and we are among them. Yep. But I will say we're the only ones in cosplay. Uh, we are not. I just saw a Mario go into the bathroom, yeah. That makes me feel, honestly, better than I can even describe. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I think his son was Luigi, and he's Mario. That's what it looked like to me. Okay, what about two 30-somethings who feel they look like they're up to no good? Uh, I think that's okay. We're the only ones definitely doing that. Um, <laughs> and we're doing it for you folks who are listening to us talk about it without actually seeing it with your own eyes. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. I'm wearing a Louis- Waluigi hat. And I'm wearing a Wario hat. That's kind of the dynamic I feel like we have. Yeah, I think so. So, um, anyway, we're waiting in line for drinks. We're cutting it close. Uh, good luck to us. Oh, 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 oh. All 
All right, important update. Uh, Brendan and I got here too late, so we didn't have time to get the sodas we wanted. It's very sad. I'm going to really be missing that soda the entire time. Do you think this will impact our enjoyment of the movie? It could. It might. I'll try not to let it. I I have half a mind to, like, skip all the trailers, but... Yeah, I'm considering, like, running out at some point and grabbing them, but I don't want to miss anything. I don't either. This is like the nightmare scenario. We should have gotten here so much we, earlier. Yeah, we didn't plan this well. So many people, lots of kids. Yeah. Um, anyway, we just wanted you to know, going into the movie, we're already miserable. <laughs> Mama Mia, here we go again, Brendan. <laughs> I was waiting to make that joke the entire time. <laughs> It's kind of the obvious one for the purposes of what we're doing. Yeah, for for tonight's uh, recording. (laughs) Brendan, normally I would say, oh, it's so great to see you. But right now I'm kind of frustrated that I have to. Yeah, yeah. um, I just saw you the other day when we saw the movie. And that was uh, that was enough for me. I saw you IRL. I didn't like it very much. Yeah, it was weird. We shouldn't do that ever again. (laughs) Can you agree to that right now? I'll think about it. I can't agree to it right now. Okay. Well, I've been thinking about it since then, so I will continue to uh, for the foreseeable future. Yeah, here we are uh, to this point, our dear listeners. You have heard uh, some of our travel logs from Nick and Brendan's big day at the movies. Yep. We went out and did the thing. Hey, by the way, Brendan, you son of a bitch. Uh, I listened to the, tr- the travel logs that were recorded. Oh, yeah, I know you did, because I sent them to you. You liked the one yeah. where I told, talked about how you didn't know where you were going? You called me out on my driving, but hey, maybe <laughs> I had a little bit of a plan, you son of a bitch. <laughs> we were at a Chipotle that's next to a Staples, that's mm-hmm. next to a Trader Joe's, that's next to a Michael's, that's next to a Dick's Sporting Goods. It's, it's the most hellish, like... Parking area, fucking, like, business park kind of thing I've ever been in. It's it's an it's absolute awful. disaster. It's it's like a labyrinth of, like, side roads a, a, that are actually parking lots. Yes. No, it doesn't. It's not well designed. Oh, I um, hated it. But I took you the way that I took you specifically <laughs> so we could avoid all of those stores that I just told you about. Yep. Because people, oh, and also in the mix is a five below is yep, also yep. in there. No, we got there. It just, it it felt like uh, like we were going nowhere. Uh, we were going somewhere. Um, <laughs> I also may have forgotten in the moment that we weren't going to the theater and that we were in fact going to the mall. <laughs> just have a little faith in me is all I'm asking. You know, I'm... Again, people will have heard you questioning my navigation skills to this point. And, you know, who are they going to hold that against? Me or you? I'm thinking probably me. Yeah, it could be me after this. Well, this is why I'm here defending <laughs> myself. Because if I'm not going to, I don't know who will. Yeah, well, maybe uh, maybe one of our dear listeners. Perhaps one of our dear listeners. Thank you for uh, listening to this episode. So here's the deal, everyone. We uh, had a fun day at the movies. We went and saw the movie that, you know, you already know. We've talked about a little bit here. We saw the Super Mario Brothers movie. Do we still not know if that's the name? I'm pretty sure that's the name. The Super Mario Brothers movie? Yeah. Not like the Super Mario movie? 
No, I think it's the Super Mario Brothers movie. For Wii U, is that what yeah, they call it? Colon movie film for theaters. For theaters, yes, of course. Um, so we went and saw that movie, and before we went to the movie, and also after we went to the movie, uh, Brandon and I had the bright idea, hey, you know what would be really funny? Mm-hmm. Is if we recorded a little pre-thoughts and then post-thoughts at the mall. Yep. We did that. So we went to the mall. We hung around with a microphone and a laptop. Brandon, let's talk let's talk about the mall a little bit, huh? Yeah, it was bizarre. How'd you like that mall? As I mentioned to you while we were there, that mall we were at is my Mm-hmm. childhood mall yeah um i thought it sucked honestly i think the layout of that mall is terrible it's really bad huh? it's like a yeah it's like a single long hallway and it still has stores and there were some people in it still but all the stores are like on one end of it and as mm-hmm. you go towards like the macy's on the other end there are fewer and fewer stores there's like a cutoff point where yeah. it ceases to be like a retail environment yeah uh and it's like a car show kind mm-hmm. of thing. Um, and I'm still not sure what that storefront is for. Like, you just go in and you look at cars, and you told me there's a cafe in there. And it's it, it was weird. There's like a little counter where you can buy coffee or whatever. I've never actually been in this place myself. Mm-hmm. Um, but the entire show floor is covered in, like, Cool cars and like vintage cars. Yep. Motorcycles. Yeah, it was weird. Stuff like that. Um, yeah, for whatever reason, this mall has now devoted almost probably more than 50% of its real estate to mm-hmm. car stuff. Yeah, it like took over the whole thing. Uh, and then the stores that are there are the ones you would expect. There's like the FYE, the Hot Topic, uh, Spencer's Gifts. There's a Spencer's, yeah. There was a Sears, but there's no more Sears anywhere anymore. Yep. There used to be a Thomas Kincaid store. Weird. Where they would <laughs> so like weird. they would like lower the <laughs> lights so you could see how the the lights looked like they were glowing when you, they were in a dim room. No longer there. Nope, no longer there. So Brendan and I thought it would be a great funny idea to take all of you with us on a little trip to the mall. And it was a good idea, and we had a good time. How long were we there for? I think we sat in that mall for like three hours. Well, uh, the first, before the movie, we were there for probably about a half hour Mm -hmm. chatting about our hopes and dreams for the Mario movie, our our concerns, our histories with Mario and the Illumination Studio and all of that stuff. Yeah, we did. We spent about a half hour, and then after the movie ended, we were at the mall for another, like, two hours. Mm -hmm. Just chatting about Mario. Yeah. We had a lot of good jokes that you'll never hear. Yeah. Um, People walked by us, looking at us suspiciously. There were security guards eyeing us down, wondering what we were doing in their mall. Yep, yep. But as we mentioned at the time, like, they... (laughs) They have bigger fish to fry, but also don't have bigger fish to fry because there's nothing going on in that mall. Yeah, because, like, there's almost nobody there. Um, Yeah, it was weird. People would look at us. One guy gave me a thumbs up. I was afraid some teens were going to come, like, mess up our recording and do some teen pranks. I thought so, too, yep. I was eyeballing everybody walking by. 
Luckily, a lot of not a lot of teens hanging around the car section of the mall. <laughs> Going to the Macy's. Yeah, there's not a lot happening there for them. They stopped. They get as far as the Spencer's gifts and say, I've seen everything I needed to at this mall. Yeah. What else is there? I can't think of anything better. So we spent multiple hours chatting at this mall, and then uh, we each went home, said hello to our loved ones. I'm sure everyone asked you, Brendan, hey, how was the movie? Mm -hmm. You had thoughts on it, which we'll discuss in a little bit. Yep. Uh, I had the same experience, and then I went and opened up my laptop and took a look at the wonderful, wonderful audio recordings that we had made at the mall. And uh, it turns out they were completely unusable. Yeah. So everything we did was a giant waste of time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we ruined our hot, fresh takes by recording them already. Yep. We had things that we wouldn't say to each other in the movie theater. We were like, oh, save it. So whatever you have to say, hold on to it until we get to the mall and then we'll, we'll let it loose there. Mm-hmm. And then that is now gone. It no longer exists. Yep. Which so. longtime listeners will know. This is not the first time no, something no, God, like this no. has happened. No, and it won't be the last. Although it may be the last time that you and me think it's a good idea to record something at the mall. Yeah. Next time we'll just sit in the car. Honestly, we would have been much better off doing something exactly so. like yep. that. There's a variety of reasons why things went wrong. Um, but uh, there's no going back now. Only forward, mm-hmm. right? That's right. So let's move forward now, I suppose. Brendan, we're here once again to talk to each other about how we felt about the Super Mario Brothers movie. Yes. A film that just came out uh, last week, maybe Mm -hmm. eight days ago as of the release of this episode. So fresh in everyone's minds, although to this point, you may have already seen it. Because it's freaking blowing up the box office. Yeah, people are, are dying to see this thing. Something like over 200 million domestically, um, and then projected for like another 150 or 200 million international. It's, it's like the biggest animated opening ever. Wow. So people want to see their Mario movie. And we... We're among them. You know, we had talked on this show before about when the Mario movie came out. We simply must watch it and recap it for you all. Yep. That's what we did. Before we went into the movie, though, we did have a few concerns. You know, I think a lot of people had some of these shared concerns about the Mario movie. Yeah, uh, certainly. It's a list of things that could have gone wrong and perhaps did go wrong. Yeah, yeah. Uh, We grew up in a time where every video game movie was a flaming pile of shit. There was a time where they could not get it right. And now we're in a time where some of them are okay. Some of them are even pretty good. There's enough examples of good ones where it's no longer like an automatic write-off, like, oh, a movie or a TV show based on a video game, well, that will be terrible. Mm Mm-hmm. That is no longer a guarantee. Now it's possible that somebody can get it right. Yep. Brendan, both of us, especially you, uh, long-time defenders of the Sonic the Hedgehog film franchise. Yes, I think. Well, I actually, I don't know about the franchise. I didn't see the second one. 
Yeah, I don't. I didn't either. So <laughs> I should walk that back a little. Bit. <laughs> I did. I did really like the first one, though. Yeah, a fine film. Mm-hmm. And then other examples. Uh, the Detective Pikachu movie is a thing that happened. Yep, it sure is. I had almost forgotten about it. <laughs> well, I'm here to remind you. I even have that big ass Detective Pikachu amiibo that they released. Yeah, you do. Just pretty cool, but I think it's stuffed away in a box somewhere. Yeah, all my amiibos, except I've got a Splatoon one on display. I have just the one I like that, that I'm one. showing Brendan right now. It's uh, it's the Link from Link's Awakening on the Switch. It's exactly right. It's like a fun little toy, this one yeah. is. You don't have to try so hard. It doesn't have to be a realistic statue. It can just be a little guy sitting on my desk. Yeah, sometimes that's better. Sometimes that's better. Uh, yeah, Detective Pikachu, I would say I thought that was a very poorly constructed movie that made absolutely no sense, but I liked seeing Pokemon running around. Yeah, the the realistic Pokemon were very cool. Um, I can't remember a single thing that happened in that movie, though. It's completely um, forgettable. <laughs> Gengar, Gengar's there. There's Mr. Mr. Mime. Mime is there. I think they light him on fire. Or... Yeah, yep. They, they pretend to light him on fire, which in his mind is just lighting yeah. him on fire. Yeah, that was brutal. Um, but yeah, examples in both directions of how these things can go. Um, that was one of our concerns. You know, illumination kind of up and down history. You know, some people love the minions. The, with the minions, you can either love them or hate them. Yeah, yeah. I liked uh, like Despicable Me. I thought that was a fun movie. I didn't think the Minions needed their own movie. I did see it, though, and I think it's better than I expected it to be. Did you laugh a few times? I did laugh a few times, although once I found out what the premise of the movie was, there were a couple things that I really wanted to happen that didn't. Mm -hmm. I just think they were a bit cowardly to not uh, go for it. Well, it's a good thing they swung really big throughout the Mario movie we're about to talk about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Potentially, maybe. I don't know. We'll see how we feel about that. Uh, so that was, you know, all those concerns. I feel like probably the biggest concern that everyone shared collectively as a community was how is the Chris Pratt Mario voice going to turn out? Yeah. Yep. The voice cast, I think, for me, not just Chris Pratt, but he, he was like the big one. But all of them seemed like weird choices. Very odd choices. Uh, except maybe Jack Black. Jack Black as Bowser seemed fine to me. A natural fit that was actually, yeah, per perhaps the only one universally celebrated when yeah. that was announced. Yeah. Um, I think Charlie Day was a really weird choice for Luigi. Agreed. Uh, I like Charlie Day, but I think I, when I heard that, I was like, what? Why? <laughs> he does yeah. one voice. His yeah. own and is that a Luigi thing? And is that Luigi? Yeah. Um, I think it, it was fine, though. I think they were all fine. Well, we'll talk about it a yeah. little bit. But um, yeah, the Chris Pratt announcement had people on edge. And then even like the reveal trailers of just a few lines of dialogue from Mario um, even still was not enough to like quell people's frustrations yeah i didn't go back and check but did the trailers have like the processing they did to the voice because they definitely edited the voice like in post uh somewhat 
And I think I, in the trailers, it was just Chris Pratt being like, oh, yesterday I was a plumber and now today I'm in the Mushroom Kingdom. <laughs> uh, perhaps not to the full extent that they do in the actual movie itself, but mm -hmm. maybe a little bit. Yeah, because you can do a lot with voices like digitally after the fact. Yeah, listen to some of the fine sound effects that I make in like our episode intros and stuff like that. Yeah, I watched uh, a video of uh, Matt Stone, is that his name, uh, from South Park, recording lines for Cartman, and he doesn't mm -hmm. really do a voice at all. He's just himself. He just, yeah, and then they, in post, make it sound like Cartman. It's a magical thing, I'm Like, huh? that is wild how different that is. Have you ever heard the Chipmunks Christmas song uh, slowed down? No. It's really funny because it is this exact same thing. Yeah. Just three guys singing in like regular dopey singing voices. Yep. Yeah. But then they speed it, pitch it up and up and up and up till it's Chipmunks. Yep. Um, so that's definitely worth a listen. I would say. I was listening to the uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy's radio show today. And there's mm -hmm. a part where there are mice speaking, and they do the exact chipmunk voice for the mice. Yep. So the whole time I'm sitting there talking, listening to these mice talk about like their evil machinations, but it just sounds like Alvin. It was wild. Dark direction for the chipmunks. Too. Yeah. <laughs> talk about being chipwrecked. Oh, piece <laughs> of shit. <laughs> uh, okay, Brendan. I guess you know we've talked about we've dicked around long enough. For the second time, you and me should actually get into what is the Super Mario Brothers movie. Let's a go. Let's a go talk about it. Uh, before we do that, do you want to talk about the Barbie movie trailer at all? Uh, yeah, let's let's just mention it. Um, it was like <laughs> I, I've cooled a little on it, but uh, the first trailer they played in the theater uh, was the trailer for the Barbie movie. Um and, at first and mind was, you all that we've already mentioned in our our logs that the theater was packed with children. Yes, many children. Uh, the I'm pretty sure the Mario movie is rated PG. Definitely. Uh, might be G. I think it's PG, though. Um, and the Barbie movie, I think, is PG-13. Uh, but they're playing the Barbie trailer before uh, the Mario movie. And it gets to this scene where they're they're making jokes back and forth. All the Kens are. And they keep saying, I'm going to beach you off. And I think it's beach. Like, they're they're going to be better at the beach than the other person. But it feels Having like... a beach off or something. Yeah. It, but, it, like, for, like, almost a minute straight, it felt like, they just kept going back and forth saying, I'm going to beach you off. No, I'm going to beach you off so hard. Uh, I'm, like, I'm going to beach two people off at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, good bit. But we are in a children's movie right now. And this is aggressive. This is what you chose to show to all these children wanting to see Mario and Luigi get into yeah. some hijinks. And I, I, I'm not positive how movie trailers work. I don't know if the Mario movie ships with trailers that have to play on it or if it's on the theater to add those in. Um, mm. Because I know that at my theater, we did have trailers on their own that would be added to the movie. But I don't okay. know if that's the only way they got there or if there were some that were already attached to it. But whoever okay. made that choice, it's a bizarre choice. I don't know why they did that. <laughs> it certainly did not belong and did not fit the vibe of our theater. Again, full of children. Very many children, yes. Who would not have even understood that there was a joke 
occurring in that moment or maybe would understand that there was some sort of joke and then have to turn and say, mommy, mommy, what do they mean when they keep saying I'm going to beat you off? Yeah. Or they don't ask and they just start repeating it because they think it's supposed to be funny. It's like one time I said the word. I I mean, it is Uh, (laughs) one time I said the word fellatio around like a five year old boy, my cousin's five year old son. But I didn't know what the word fellatio meant, Mm -hmm. but my mother and my cousin reacted so strongly to me saying the word fellatio that my uh, cousin's five-year-old son realized it was a bad word to not say, Mm -hmm. which then in turn made him continuously say it for the rest (laughs) of the night. (laughs) Fucking got him. (laughs) (laughs) So you can't put these thoughts in the minds of children. Corrupting the youths. I know, they'll run rampant with talk of fellatio <laughs> and beaching each other off. <laughs> Although, you know, they got to learn sometime. Kids, they grow so quickly these days. Yeah, you know? I mean, I feel like a bit of an old man harping on this, but Jesus Christ. I know, it's, it's, and it is actually a decent joke, but it, it leads me funny, to wonder, yeah. what the fuck is the Barbie movie going to be? Uh, well, it's it's every bad movie that we've ever joked about where mm-hmm. the character ends up in the real world. <laughs> It's it's that she gets she gets exiled from Barbie world and ends up in real ass like fucking California or New York or wherever. I might have to go see this. <laughs> well, it seems OK to me anyway. Uh, yeah, that was just striking. Uh, other striking things before the movie actually started. The Illumination title card has a minion in a Mario Kart in it. Yep. Yep. Brendan, I know you have a lot of thoughts on this. I think they're going to add the minion to Mario Kart. I I haven't fired it up to double check, but I'm pretty sure as part of the new DLC pack, they're adding new characters. Um, mm-hmm. I've, I see like a few question marks on the character screen, like when they added or like before you unlock them all. Or sure. I, maybe they did it for the Inkling and Link as well. I don't know if you started with them. But... Uh, they're adding characters, and I'm pretty sure the minions are going to be one of them. It honestly would make sense. I mean, we should all not forget that you can drive around in a Mercedes. You can. In Mario Kart 8. Three different Mercedes, I think. Yes, this is this is true. Um, so they're not afraid. They're not afraid to do this with Mario Kart. I knew that that, that was a bad sign. Uh, and then I was annoyed when they started adding non-Mario characters. Like uh, yeah. the Inklings and the Villagers. So here we go. Now we're getting probably Minion. Uh, maybe some of the other characters from the movie, which I kind of think would be fun if they did do that. Maybe a Minion's track. Oh, yeah, there could be a Minion's themed track. Yeah. I don't know, Man, though. Depends on how I much wish the I wish I knew cost. anything about Minions or Despicable Me to even be able to contribute to this conversation. It would probably be like Gru's lab. Or even just, like, around Gru's house or something. That could be kind of fun. Yeah. Although, I don't know, are they trying to, like, distance Gru from the minions? No, no. Well, um, again, I am speaking from a place of ignorance here, but uh, Despicable Me is still a franchise going strong in collaboration with minions. That's true. There's a fourth one coming out soon. Um, Yeah, so they're not done with Gru. And Gru was the star of, or not the star, but... The second Minions movie was called The Rise of Gru. Yes, he was a child at the end of the first one, but that was a he wasn't in it up until that point. 
And then I think the second one is all about him as a child with the minions. Okay. All right. So Gru is Gru's still Gru ain't going anywhere. Well, good. Because right? Gru is is what's fun about Despicable Me. <laughs> you don't like uh, Bob and Kevin? Uh, they're fine. Man, I pulled those out of my ass. <laughs> Uh, minions in Mario Kart seemingly confirmed. Uh, another fun thing before the movie starts, there's a title card for Nintendo. Mm-hmm. That's like Mario, like eight bit versions of Mario and Luigi running around and like jumping and hitting a block and stuff. It was pretty cool. I liked it a lot. Yeah. It's just cool to see that in like a, a movie. Yeah. The, the the Nintendo movie splash. Ah, It makes me wonder what else, since this one did so well, what else are we going to get? I know if they're committing to doing if yep. they are committed to making movies, which after the amount of money that they're going to make from this movie and already have made from this yep. movie, like they might lean into this. And it does have me excited, also potentially worried mm-hmm. about the future. But uh, I, I we'll my see. entire life, I've been worried that they would try to make a Zelda movie. Mm-hmm. And my fear there is they would voice Link. Yeah. And I don't want that. But I don't I guess want that at all. You- what would you what would you do? Because you can't have Link be the main protagonist of a Zelda movie and not have him speak. So maybe the movie has to be in the world of Zelda and Link is like a side character and the movie focuses on someone else like Zelda herself. Oh, that could be kind of cool. Or you just have like whoever Link's companion is for the game or the movie uh, be the mouthpiece. Yeah, but you can't just have Link there saying absolutely nothing. I think you could. I, I think, think that so. would be okay. And that's how I would want them to do it. If they're going to do it, I don't want Link to speak. Oh, I do understand that uh, desire, Brendan, but mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, I think it may be inevitable at this point, so we will just have to wait and see. I just don't know how you characterize Link. Like, what is the character of Link? Who Who the fuck is Link? Well, he's a little elf boy. Yeah. Like Mario, we know who Mario is. He's just a bubbly little guy. No, Brendan, we don't truly know who Mario is until we watch this movie. (laughs) And now we know more about him than we ever wanted to. Yeah. Yep. He's moody. He's moody as shit, that guy. (laughs) But also have questions about everything he's ever done. I don't know. Let's talk about the goddamn movie. I'm sorry. Okay, here we go. The first scene of the movie is also the very first scene from the very first trailer that we ever saw for the Mario movie. Mm -hmm. It opens up and we see Bowser's Castle, which is a big flying volcanic island, which is pretty cool. Pretty cool. Yep. I read somewhere that it was based on Bowser's Castle from Paper Mario. I don't recall that ever being a thing. Um, there was Bowser's Castle and Paper Mario, and it did fly and have those big chains. I don't think it was like a big volcano island, but it did have like a bunch of lava on it. Okay, so maybe inspired by, yeah. but not a direct copy he, of. He has had those flying islands with the big ball chain things. Sure, sure, sure. Um, in any case, it's a pretty cool version of Bra- Bowser's Castle. Yeah, it is. It's got the big Bowser face on it like you want. Like the Dr. Evil volcano? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, baby. Oh, yeah. Magma. The hot liquid hot magma. There's some magma in Bowser's castle. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's flying over 
uh, this icy, snowy wasteland and towards a big icy castle that we learn is uh, actually ruled by the little blue penguins that you see in Mario games. Mm -hmm. Adorable little guys. They, They are very cute. Yeah, I liked their <laughs> I liked their like characterization, like how badass the king one tried to be. Yeah, how they thought they could stand in a fight but could not. Um yeah, they're flying towards this castle. It's one of the better looking scenes in the movie too. It's very like beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful animation. It's a great looking movie. Overall, yes. There's like a couple weird animation things here or there, but mm. it's uh polished. Yeah, yeah. They park outside the castle, and uh, Bowser comes down from his ship, and uh, immediately it diverges from the scene we saw in the trailer, because Bowser says, just in the trailer, he says, open the gates, Jack Black, mm-hmm. killing it. Uh, but in the movie, he says, open the gates, or die. Oh my god, so violent. Wait a minute, we're leaning in that kind of direction here for the Mario movie? Yeah. What are we going to talk about next? Beaching each other off? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that never happens. Um, but there is a lot of that in this movie. People talking about, like, if you do this, I'll kill you. Or, like, you're going to die. Or just talking about death. Yeah. Like a lot. I the only note that I wrote down on my phone during the movie was Bowser saying the words. We'll see how tough this Mario is when he watches me kill his brother. (laughs) Just like an insane line to come out of Bowser's mouth. Yeah. (laughs) The thought of him being like, I am going to literally end Luigi's life. Yep. Fucking brutal. But usually I'm used to seeing them, like, play tennis with each other or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Well, they have to do this for the movie. You know the explanation. Yeah. Whenever they're in a game, they're just on, like, a in a play. But really, they all like each other. It's all a play. It's all a play or a dream. Mm-hmm. None of it really happens. Ah, too bad that frog guy wasn't in the movie. There's a few thoughts that I have on stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like the frog suit. Or like the Karibo shoe or whatever it's called. Yeah, they have to save some stuff for the sequel. There's a vast well of power-ups that didn't Oh my god, are you ready for the scene in the sequel where Mario gets a one-up mushroom early in the movie and then dies? And then... And then he, like, everyone's really sad about it and then he comes back, like, kicks in the door. Like, sorry, I had to respawn. (laughs) Moves the stone from his, in front of his tomb (laughs) after three days and Mario's no longer there. Oh my and God. he just kind of kicks it in the Mushroom Kingdom for 30 days and then ascends. <laughs> yeah. I'm really excited for that scene. Yeah. Uh, it's going to happen. <laughs> uh, Kamek is also in this scene and does some attacks that have the right Kamek noise, which is really good. Yep. Uh, doesn't have the shapes that Kamek usually uses, but. No, they got it half do? right. Yeah. They at least put a little effort into it. Kamek is maybe secretly like the best character in this entire movie. I think so. They also do a lot of really cool shots with Kamek in this opening scene. Like Bowser is mm-hmm. burning down the castle and we see the flames reflected in Kamek's glasses. Yeah, it's, it's really cool. good. Yeah. Uh, interesting that Kamek is maybe the best character and is also one of the only characters who is not voiced by like a major celebrity stunt casting kind of thing. <laughs> yep. 
Kamek is voiced by one of our old favorites, Brendan, Kevin Michael Richardson. Oh, who's that? He's been in like a million things that you and I have watched on this show oh, before. Cool. Yeah. So uh, just cool that like an actual legit voice actor was like one of the highlights of this movie where the, the stories that are getting people into seats are like, whoa, like Chris Pratt is Mario. I got to go see that. Yeah. Seth Rogen is Donkey Kong. Come on. Yep. Yep. Yeah, weird. Weird that if he's such a major character, too, they didn't bother like they did for every other character. Yeah, I know. Um, But it paid off. Yeah. Yes, the penguins attack Bowser. Their attacks are useless. It's very silly. Yeah, they're throwing snowballs. It has absolutely no effect. Mm -hmm. Uh, In return, Bowser melts their ice castle and uh, reveals what he is after. There is a question mark block. There is. In this castle, just one little question mark block sitting yeah, there. There is. Uh, we don't see it at first, though. We just see a, like a a glow, like a, mm-hmm. a radiant light coming from the destroyed castle. And I'm sitting here like, what is this going to be? Uh, I expected a power star like um, Super Mario 64 or like the moons in Galaxy. Mm-hmm. I expected something like that. Uh, but no, it's a question mark block. It's something interesting that we'll get into more as the movie goes along, these question mark blocks. Yeah, yeah. The existence of the the all of like the platforming <laughs> staples are here. Oh, it's a good thing we get a good explanation for all of this, huh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um Bowser goes to the block and busts it open to reveal inside of it is, in fact, a power star. Right, but an invincibility star and not the type of star from, like, Mario 64. Oh, but we we don't really know that yet. Oh, right, I'm sorry. Just kind of a star. All right, we'll cut that out. I don't know how they exactly refer to it throughout the movie. They call it a star. I think they call it a power star. I think they call it a power star. I don't think anybody calls it a superstar. No. No, I think Power Star is their their nomenclature for it. Sure, sure, sure. Which, again, <laughs> is maybe not exactly what we would think of as a Power Star. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It really doesn't. No. <laughs> um, yeah, this whole first scene was almost entirely within the trailer. There's very few big scenes that happened in this movie that were not in any of the trailers for this movie. Mm-hmm. I uh, only watched one trailer, and it was the one with Chris Pratt walking through the Mushroom Kingdom. Sure, sure, sure. That would have been the first trailer. Okay. I don't think I saw the castle scene, though. Oh, well. I'm so I only saw that clip, mistaken, then. if, I, if oh. anything. <laughs> in any case, um, most of like the movie is given away in the trailers. They don't really save anything. Yep. Modern trailers. That's the way it goes. This movie is especially egregious with that kind of shit here. Um, cuts to Brooklyn. Yeah, I was <laughs> I was shocked. Um, but also, this is what the original Mario movie started with. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know why I was so shocked. I was just fully expecting them to like exist in the, the Mario world already. No, Mario and Luigi walk among us every day. <laughs> uh, and this movie proves it. Playing their Nintendos. Yes, yes. Good Lord. That is breaks my brain. Uh, Mario and Luigi are two shithead brothers who have decided to open a plumbing business together. Yep. We get the Mario rap. There's a commercial where they do the actual Mario rap. Yep. 
just pretty, I don't know, pretty okay, I guess. Uh, I kind of liked it. I like to see, but that's kind of the thing that I was going into this movie for is like all the references and shit. Uh, and it gets a little <laughs> exhausting. I know at, at, at a certain point, at a certain point, it becomes too much. And that mm. point approaches very quickly, very quickly. <laughs> yeah, they they really like front load it with that shit. Yeah. And uh, they let up for a little while. But then there are scenes along the way where it's like back on and you cannot pay attention to the movie because you're like, what? I'm seeing all of my favorite friends. I can't miss any Easter eggs. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's uh, overwhelming. Um, and is like the difference between this being like a silly movie that kids get to enjoy and then like people like you and me or even much older people who have been playing Mario since like the 80s, mm -hmm. um, like going into this and trying to pick apart. Yeah, li literally every li little thing that comes across the screen. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's a delicate balance that they try to strike between like kids will love it and so will adults. Yep. And I got to say, though, for the most part, I was engaged. I was. I was looking at the screen, except for one <laughs> one scene, I thought. <laughs> we'll talk about it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a commercial for their plumbing business, which they've titled Super Mario Bros. Plumbing. Yep. And it's got the Mario 3 Mario on it, like the, the cartoon from the cover. Yes. Which is good. Yeah. Uh, but also interesting, Super Mario Bros. Plumbing. Do they ever make jokes in this movie about them being named Mario, like Mario Mario and Luigi they Mario. They don't do that in this one. Uh, that was one of the things in our first recording that I was hoping they did. I don't and think it, they ever did. It doesn't happen, no. We, we never learn if their last name is Mario. <laughs> no, it's uh, unexplained. They're just Mario and Luigi. Yep. But Super Mario Bros. Plumbing, they still went with the name. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Questions definitely to be answered in the second movie. Yeah. That's one of them. Um, their uh, shtick for their plumbing business is that they wear red and green outfits and white gloves all the time. So, like, I guess that justifies why they wear the classic outfits that we know. Yeah, yeah, that's they just kind of hand wave it away. Like, that's our shtick. <laughs> There's You've... so much of that shit in this movie where it's like, well, that's just the way it is. Yeah, that's how it is because it sets us apart. And we just need to move on. We just yeah. need this movie to exist. So okay, please stop asking stop questions. Asking. Yeah, <laughs> leave it alone. <laughs> we wear these outfits. We've always worn these outfits. Let it's me fine. live my life, mom. <laughs> mom. Oh, boy. We'll talk about that. <laughs> uh, also in this commercial, uh, Chris Pratt and Charlie Day are putting on very heavy Italian accents like the actual Mario and Luigi from the games. Yep. But then it cuts to Mario and Luigi watching this commercial, uh, and they are in a pizza parlor that is themed around Punch-Out. Yep. Punch-Out Pizza. Punch-Out Pizza. This is where Easter egg overload, like, truly begins. Yep, yep. And it is exhausting is exactly the right word. Yeah, there's all kinds of Punch-Out memorabilia all over the walls. A picture of Little Mac. There's a pictures of, like, the other contestants in the game. The boxing gloves mm -hmm. are hanging there. Mm -hmm. There's uh, a Jumpman arcade cabinet. Correct. Um, what else? There's a, I want to say there's a lot more, but there's fuck. definitely more. Yeah, if we were looking at a screenshot of just this one room, yeah, you would pick out probably fifty different things. Yeah, 
which is both like good and bad. It's like, cool, they really tried. And then it's like, oh, I can't watch the movie because I'm, pay I'm busy. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it gets to be a lot very quickly. Um, they're wondering if their accents were too much in the commercial. <laughs> yep. And there's a little Italian man standing standing next to them who pulls away from the Jumpman arcade cabinet and says, I loved it. Wahoo. And sure enough, he is voiced by Charles Martinet. Yep. And that was his Easter egg that we knew, his like cameo that we knew would happen. We did know that he would be in it. And Brendan, I actually have a fun surprise for you. What? Not the only character he voices in this movie. Really? I know. I was as surprised as you are. And I will tell you very soon, I promise. Okay. But, uh... Certainly the most notable because he is literally just doing the Mario voice as this character whose name is Giuseppe. (laughs) Okay, I'm not joking. (laughs) Why did they bother naming him? Well, you know, you got to give him a name. Did somebody say his name? No, no. It's just in the credits. Weird. I know. Very good. Uh, I guess this probably is as good a time as any where we should discuss... Uh, as I asked you before, Brendan, um, I we were we were really concerned. Everyone was very concerned about the Chris Pratt Mario voice going yep. into this movie. Um, and I feel like as soon as this scene kind of just gets rolling and we're living in the Mario character mm-hmm. as it's as he's going to be, I feel like Chris Pratt's performance doesn't like make it be like oh well his performance is so great that like we should have never been worried in the first place but it's just like oh he, mario is just going to sound like this and that's fine like, yeah at a yeah. certain point it i stopped worrying or even noticing I, I didn't really notice like if i didn't know who it was i'm not sure that i would have like at any point except maybe at one point when his voice lowers Sure. Um, but for the most part, no, it wasn't it wasn't like standing out as, oh, that's Chris Pratt, vo- his voice coming from Mario. Right. Um, I or think, like, like I said, I think they probably did some stuff in post and he was probably doing a voice. But I think I think it was fine. Yeah, it worked. Worked fine. No problems. The most like the biggest compliment you can give it is that, yeah, it did not stand out as being terrible, which mm-hmm. I think I, I was a little bit afraid of, like, oh, he's going to do a bad job of this. Yeah. And it was like, you just don't, it, in this scene, yeah, like I said, as you live in the Mario voice for like a second, mm-hmm. you just stop, you stop even thinking about it. Yeah, and I, I honestly think that the dem, them doing the little Italian voice in the commercial, and then immediately going into the voices that they're going to be using for the movie, yeah, it kind of helps, because like you had said in our first record, uh, it would be really annoying if they did the Mario voice for an hour and a half for a 90 minute movie you would not be able to sit through no that. it would be terribly annoying um so i think it was the right choice even like even though i was maybe upset about it before it came out i'm i'm glad they did it i am yeah no longer concerned about that i am still upset that like stunt casting is a thing in animated movies yeah. where it's like hey you're going to come see this movie like uh the Zendaya is Michi movie, whatever that movie was actually called. No idea. Doesn't matter. Um, Like all these animated movies, it's like, hey, here's 30 different celebrities that are going to be in this movie. Um, I hate that and would rather have actual talented voice actors Mm -hmm. in movies, which is what used to be the case. Yeah. And on that same token, like if they're going to 
to go to whatever lengths they went to to make it not just sound exactly like the actor you're paying millions of dollars to be in the movie right. why are you paying them that much to be in the movie like if you're gonna if you're gonna mask their voice why even bother yeah i don't know i guess because you can put up a poster that says chris pratt charlie day jack black yeah i mean i guess and that is that gets people in it yep. does it legitimately does work but God damn i it, fucking hate disney. it disney they started this, right, with Robin Williams as the genie? <laughs> yes, Robin Williams. Everyone knows he was a very untalented man. Well, I mean, he was very good, but he didn't want them marketing the movie with his name. That's true. They kind and of they, fucked him over with that. And they did, yeah. Yeah, they did 100% like go against his wishes with something like that, but mm -hmm. it did not start getting worse. Like, I feel like maybe the... I don't know. I, I'm too young to remember like the very first example of of what this was. But I feel like Shrek might have been like a big one. Like, hey, Mike Myers, Eddie Murphy, Cameron Diaz, they're all here. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yep. But I don't know. This movie, another example of them doing that. I hate that they do that. And it just makes me, again, even happier that perhaps the best character in the movie is voiced by Kevin Michael <laughs> Richardson. Yep. Should have got Phil Lamar up in here. Yeah. Now there is something. Who should Phil Lamar have played, though? Um, hmm. I think Phil a good Lamar. Bowser. Phil Lamar would have been a good Bowser. Uh, I want Phil Lamar to be Wario in the sequel. <sighs> it's possible. It is possible. It could happen. Mm -hmm. Well, we'll start a campaign. Yeah. Phil anyway. Lamar for Mario. Phil Lamario. Phil Lamario. Hashtag Phil Lamario. <laughs> <laughs> start the we'll campaign now yeah we'll get it trending um mario and luigi's old boss is here he makes fun of their commercial he's a gentleman named spike mm -hmm. and he is wearing a outfit for a company called wrecking crew yep yep another reference um although choosing to give him the name spike is a bit odd because that is a mario character that exists uh but it's not this guy <laughs> When they announced the voice cast and said that someone would be playing Spike, I I assumed, oh, like the little green guy who throws spiky balls. Oh, yeah, who, who vomits up spiky balls and throws them around. Not, uh, this, no, not that, that spike, not different spike. spike we got. Although I guess Spike is also the name of the character from Wrecking Crew. So they really fucked up. Oh, yeah. Two character Spike. OK, I didn't know that Spike was actually the name of the Wrecking Crew guy. I All I knew I was either. that Mario's in Wrecking Crew. Um, until well, he quit. Until he quit, yes, their business, and they're referencing that right now in this pizza parlor. Mm -hmm. He makes fun of them. Uh, Luigi says, yeah, well, our mom liked the commercial, and immediately I say, oh, shit, Mario and Luigi have a mom? Yep. I've never considered this. <laughs> no, I never wanted to. Uh, well, you're going to have to. We're deep in it now, baby. Oh, yeah, they got a big-ass Italian family at home. It's wild. Um, never before seen in <laughs> yeah. any any Mario property. It was certainly uh, a choice. It was something, I tell you. But before we get to that, Brendan, they get a phone call for their first job. Hell yeah. And the phone ring? What's the phone ring, Nick? You were very excited about it. <laughs> it's the GameCube boot up noise. Yeah, it is. It's very good. Perhaps the best Easter egg. One of... Probably a top three Easter egg in yeah. the movie. Yep. There's some other good ones. 
later. But I was really excited by this. Also, they have like iPhones, which is weird. Yeah, they, Luigi has this like a green iPhone. It's got a circle where the logo would be, but there's no actual logo on it. That's how they fake you out. Yeah, they should have. You know what they should have done is put like the lightning bolt, like the Mario Kart, one of the cups, like well, logos on there. Just yeah, as any surface area in the movie has to have some kind of reference on it. Yeah, it's it it was a bit like out of place being just an iPhone with like no distinctive markings on it. Well, um, they pay it off with a good ringtone. Yes, they get their first job. They run out the restaurant and run towards their first job. And the camera spins around and we get to see Mario running and climbing up obstacles in Brooklyn like he's running through a actual side-scrolling level of a Mario game. Yep. Kind of neat. It's actually really cool that mm-hmm. they did that. Yep. He's just like, it's all like mundane, everyday stuff that he's running and jumping over, but... Yeah, he's running through like construction crews and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, But it is cool, and like you're wondering when that happens, like, oh, yeah, of, I mean, naturally, of course, yes, they would do something like this, but how many times are they going to do it? Yeah, kind of reminds you of, like, the Doom movie when they went in, like, first, the first person. first person perspective, and it's awful. Yeah, <laughs> you're like, oh, please don't overdo this. Yeah, luckily here, they don't do this kind of side-scrolling thing often enough where it's not cool anymore. Yeah. They only do it a few times, and each time it's like, yeah, that kind of ruled. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, as they're doing this, uh, No Sleep Till Brooklyn starts playing. Yeah, this is the first of the licensed music it in the sure movie. It sure is. It sure is. And I didn't consider it beforehand, but we were talking about, like, what Illumination, like, what worries do we have about that studio? Uh, and it didn't dawn on me because I think in all their other movies, I don't notice it as much mm-hmm. um, because maybe it's like more fitting or like, I guess, less jarring because like we're also hearing like Mario music here and there. Sure. But, but having licensed music in the Mario movie, uh, I don't I don't think that was a good choice. It's an awful choice. <laughs> um, it it takes you out of there's not that many licensed songs but each time they happen it completely like takes you out of the moment yep and it ruins what could have been like one of the best scenes later on i know we're both really upset about that you in particular i know it broke your little heart yeah i was so stoked (laughs) (laughs) we'll get there brendan we'll get there um i have been reading online that they actually had like original Mario music playing in all of these scenes in like the first cut of the movie. And then some big wig came in and was like, get some get some toe tappers in there. (laughs) Let's get kids love the Beastie Boys. (laughs) They could have at least check it out. (laughs) Yeah, God. Um, man, I'm not looking forward to talking about that. Uh, they run their way to the job to spend not a lot of time on the job. Uh, it does not go very well. Uh, no, it starts out pretty well. Yeah. But Luigi breaks the bone of the family's golden retriever, and that spells their doom. Yes, from there it's all downhill. Uh, they get attacked by the dog, which does very much look like a dog straight out of another Illumination movie, The Secret Life of Pets. Yep, yep. It's very much that style. Um, before we get too far, actually, I mentioned this the first time late in the thing, so I want to do it now. Uh, Mario and Luigi look like you expect them to. And yes. so, like, when we open up on New York, I have this, like, deep fear 
that it's going to be a new Donk City kind of situation where everyone else in the world looks like a regular human mm-hmm. and Mario and Luigi look like cartoon characters. But luckily, that is not what we get. Everyone is kind of stylized in a, a kind of a Mario way. Like, none of them look quite like Mario and Luigi, but uh, they don't look out of place. They look like they fit with the other people living in this world. Mm-hmm. Um, the only difference is, is that a lot of the time throughout the movie, people call them out or at least call Mario out for being very short. Yes, for being very small, because he is uh, he is not powered up Mario. So he is he's a very small boy. Um, he to this point, Mario doesn't even know there is such a thing as powered up. Mario. Yeah. Yep. But uh, he'll he'll uh, have a little growth spurt at a certain <laughs> point coming up. Uh yeah, they get attacked by the dog. They make a big mess out of this job. It's pretty silly stuff. And uh, there's a little, as you had called out in our original, I hate how much yeah. we have to do this. Yeah, that's okay. But as you had called out in our original recording, uh, there's a little foreshadowing in this scene of maybe what happens later on in the movie. Yep, yep. Um. Yeah, it's kind of neat. I want to go back and, and check it to see like how much there actually is. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there are a few things that that are foreshadowing future events. Uh, they go home from this job and we get to have dinner with the Mario family. Yes, it's a big Italian family and it's really fucking weird it's to see weird. Mario and Luigi hanging out with other family members. Yeah, it's really weird. Uh, their their father, their mother, it seems like maybe a cousin. Their, Cousins, uncles. Their grandfather, some uncles. Yeah, it's uh, fucked up. And I don't care for it. I just want Mario and Luigi to exist in their own space. They were not born of a family. They just arrived on. Uh, <laughs> they just exist. This earth. Yeah. Fully formed as their baby versions that we also know. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's really weird. They're eating spaghetti with mushrooms in it. Mario hates mushrooms. Yeah. What? What a twist. Do you get why that's funny, though? I, I do. I see. I see exactly why that's funny. <laughs> But I mean, whatever, but I don't like the implications this has on like the long history of Mario eating mushrooms in video games. Like every time you see Mario have a mushroom in a game, like secretly, he actually hates it. Yeah, he's having a (laughs) terrible time. Fuck. I wish I didn't have to do this again. (laughs) Uh, Mama Mario is here again. Weird. Fucking weird. Mama Mario. Mama Mario is here. Uh, She's supportive of their business but papa mario is not supportive of the business mm-hmm. uh he basically says like uh dreams are for idiots and you're killing your mother get a factory job like every other person sitting around this table has mm-hmm. you fucking dopes yeah work for the man don't try to strike out on your own go back to spike you had a good thing with spike the american dream is dead no Never try. <laughs> uh, Brendan, Papa Mario is the other character voiced by Charles Martinet. Oh, there you go. Which I think is fun because like, yeah. he is almost he's almost like he is kind of like the Mario, the father of Mario and Luigi, huh? Yeah, no, I think that's fitting. And he's not doing the annoying Mario voice. No, he's just kind of doing like a guy. Yeah. I mean, he's just a guy. He is. Yeah. Although I do love his Instagram where he has little figures of Mario and Luigi and takes them on travels and does the voices. Oh, that's fun. 
He's very adorable. He's an adorable man. He's a treasure to the world. <laughs> Although I guess the father of Mario is actually Shigeru Miyamoto, if we really want to think about it. What this. if they did that? What if it was like a cartoon Miyamoto sitting at the table berating would, Mario for his life choices? I would absolutely <laughs> love that. Not in the movie Miyamoto at any point, but he like helped make it. So he probably would feel weird about like doing a cameo. Yeah, uh, he's not Stan Lee. No, he's uh, he's bigger than that. Yeah. For now, they're not stealing his blood yet. (laughs) There's plenty of time. Yeah, not continuing to trot out his likeness long after his (laughs) own death. Um. Yeah, Papa Mario not supportive of the business. Uh, Mario's all upset about this and goes back to his bedroom and, again, does something that has massive implications on the entire history of this world that we are looking at here. He sits before a TV and is playing Kid Icarus on a NES. Yeah, yep. Which, a couple things. Uh, Mario was the first game for the NES, wasn't it? Correct. Uh, that and shipped like in box. Yeah, the Mario Duck Hunt um, combination game. Sure, sure. Uh, also, they have iPhones. Yes. So is he just holding on to his 40-year-old game console right now? I had the same thought. Like, he's it, they're living in a somewhat modern world, but he's sitting down and playing an NES. But, you know, I, people will do that. Yeah, yeah. Um, it just, I don't know. It, there's a lot of... Like you said, there's implications, uh, and it just feels a little weird. It was one of those moments where it's like, oh, shit, it's fucking Kid Icarus. That's kind of cool. But then you start to think about it. But then you think about it for more than a second. You're like, wait a minute. Well, so what does this mean for Mario? Like, what does this mean about him? Like, is Jumpman the game that released on NES in this world? And then that calls into question. I wish I got a better look at the Jumpman um, cabinet. We're going to have to go back and look at Jumpman a little bit yeah. closer. What's the character in Jumpman? Is he fighting Donkey Kong? Because Donkey I Kong's don't... also in this film. He's also in this movie, so that would be really fucked up, too. Yeah, and but in Mar- at no point is Mario like, I know you, you're that guy from the Jumpman. <laughs> yeah, you're Donkey my... Kong's yeah. like, you're the guy from the Jumpman. <laughs> and then they bond then, over it or something. Yeah, they have like a buddy cop movie for the rest of the movie. <laughs> um... Yeah, I don't know. The implications of both of those games existing in this world. Yeah, it does call into question, like, every everyone's existence. Yeah, what is happening? <laughs> what is going on? What happened in this world? What timeline split where Mario is allowed to be an actual guy, but these yeah. games also are allowed to exist? Is there a Mario game just with a different character and, like, different setting? Like, does it exist, but, like, as a... As like an asset swap where like it's not the uh, Mushroom Kingdom or Mushrooms or anything like that. But otherwise, the game is the same. Well, the only thing we has, have is the opposite, which is Doki Doki Panic, which then became Mario. That's true. So maybe in this world, Doki Doki Panic was the game franchise that took off. Uh, and then they made Doki Doki Odyssey, Super Doki Doki Party. Oh, my God. Um, I I think they should do that. I think they should actually do something like that. Yeah. People would love that. Uh, People would be crazy for it, including Mario, who loves to game. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Like it's funny just watching Mario play a video game in general is a weird thing. But <laughs> holding an NES controller, it's fucked. It's so fucked up. <laughs> uh, Luigi enters the room. They switch on the news, and it's revealed that there's a massive water leak in the Brooklyn sewers. And somebody on the news shouts out, "We need someone to save Brooklyn." <laughs> yeah, which at this point uh, they have said several times they are going to do. Somebody's got to save Brooklyn. It was in their commercial that they're going to save Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I feel like they said it outside of the commercial already, too. So don't forget. Don't forget. They uh, decide, well, we'll save Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. And they go underground into the sewers to go stop this water leak, mm-hmm. uh, which is pretty good. There's a subtle underground theme that starts playing. Which I did is- like that, yeah. Very good. And again, this is always better than the licensed music choices that they made. They do this a lot where they're like a lot of Mario music from a lot of the different games, uh, but like composed in a different way, like scored for the film. And it works so well every time. So jarring that they put the licensed music in there. I know they fucked up so bad when even within this same movie, we can see how much better it can be. Yeah. Ah, uh, you know what? Uh, we'll we'll talk about it when we get there. But I I'm thinking of a song that I wish they had in place of the 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 one that I hate of the bad the most. One. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Hold on to that thought. Uh, as they're descending, they enter into some mysterious old chamber that is kind of like the dungeon the dungeon that you descend into when you're going for the Lord of Frenzied Flame ending in Elden Ring. <laughs> yeah, kind of is. Yeah. <laughs> Not really sure why this exists down here. Yeah, there's like a bottomless pit. <laughs> Where is this going? Why is this here? Nobody's sure. It's the catacombs that the city was built on top of. Yeah, yeah these are where the ghosts are. <laughs> you come down here, you don't come back. Uh, down here, there is a big green pipe. Hey, I think I've seen one of these things before. Yeah. Looks a little familiar. Uh, Luigi gets his dumb ass sucked into the pipe somehow. <laughs> Naturally. And then Mario turns into a bubble. Yeah. And floats into the pipe as well. And, uh, but he goes off screen and Luigi falls into a pit and then it goes, bup, 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 bup. <laughs> and everyone gets really frustrated. <laughs> uh, no, Mario steps inside that big pipe and also gets his dumb ass sucked into the pipe. Yeah. So here we are in the pipe. And they end up flying through some sort of mystical, cloudy nether region. Yeah. <laughs> Which calls many, again, calls many things into question. A great deal of things, yeah. Um, I, I, don't, I didn't like the lore implications of this is how the green pipes work. I didn't either. Like they're just like, connected through like a mystical highway through the clouds. Does this happen to every pipe that Mario enters? Yeah. Every time he enters a pipe, this happens. He goes through this. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. Uh, th- we find out later why this place has to exist. Um, but in this scene, it kind of like breaks the rule of the pipes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so actually, we find out in this scene one of the reasons it has to exist. But the real reason comes up way later. Uh, mm-hmm. But Mario and Luigi get separated. And so they end up going out of different pipes at the end of it. And that's yeah. never how pipes work. No, no, it's a set destination. Yeah. But not in this scene. Uh, for whatever reason, they do get separated. Before that happens, they 
fly towards each other and hold on to each other. And Mario says, as long as we're together, you know, nothing can hurt us, which is a refrain that we'll have many times throughout the movie. Yep. Um, but yeah, I guess I don't even really remember how, but somehow the two of them get separated as they're flying here. Well, they start to spin when they're holding onto each other. And then I think like the momentum rips Luigi away. Just, yeah, shoots him off in a wildly different direction. Yeah. Something like that. And he gets um, sent to world eight. And Mario gets sent to world one. <laughs> fortunate for Mario. Yeah. Luigi instantly on hard mode. I don't <laughs> think he has enough lives for that. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, this is dorky. Uh, Mario flies in one direction. Yes, Luigi goes towards some big spooky storm clouds. Uh, but Mario, he is the fortunate one and lands in the Mushroom Kingdom itself. Mm-hmm. Bounces off a mushroom. The pipe just fucking launches him out. Yeah, shoots him straight off a mushroom. He bounces off it like a basketball. <laughs> Again, this is another scene from like the original trailer. Mm-hmm. Uh, he meets Toad and instantly Toad like wants to be his best friend. Yep, which is a, a common theme through the movie. Everybody just immediately falls in love with this guy. They're enraptured by Mario, despite Mario having done nothing to earn this level of respect or love. Yep. And every single person he meets does it. Mm-hmm. Almost except for there's one. Yeah. Except for one guy. <laughs> except for one specific guy. Uh yeah, I I mean I but I guess if I want to characterize Toad, like if I want to think about Toad's personality, I do believe that Toad would actually do this. Yeah. He would react to Mario in that way. Yeah. Toad is a very uh, friendly guy. He's a he's, he's got a malleable brain, too. He's a so. fun guy. Hey. Hey. Uh, I'm surprised they didn't make that joke in this <clears throat> yeah. movie. Hmm. Missed, Missed opportunity. opportunity. Yeah. yeah. Second movie. They'll do that. <laughs> Uh, Mario describes how his brother Luigi was sent towards a spooky, cloudy area, which Toad recognizes as Bowser's turf in the Dark Lands. Does that mean that they're using these green pipes often enough to, like, know what that dimension looks like? I would have to think so. I mean, the green pipe is always just sitting there. Yeah, but this one takes them to New York. Do they but know does that? It always, does it always take you to New York? I don't know. I I, I think so, because it does <laughs> when they go back through it later. Spoilers. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, I don't know. So, like, have these people been hanging out in New York? But again, it, like, dumps them underground in, like, a weird Yeah, maybe they area. can't find their way back up. They're too afraid they go back. Yeah, I don't like the look of this place. We better <laughs> go back to the big mushroom town. Uh... But no, Toad uh, recognizes the place that Mario is talking about, and he says, uh, well, I know what to do. I'm going to bring you to the princess, and she's going to figure everything out for us. Mm -hmm. And this is the start of our big adventure. (laughs) He literally says that to Mario, which could not be more on the nose. (laughs) I'm surprised they didn't splash the title right there. Yeah, the Super Mario Bros movie. (laughs) (laughs) Over, like, a big sweeping shot of the Mushroom Kingdom. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a little obvious. They do play with that line a little bit later yeah. on, where Toad, like, keeps saying it again and again, like, clearly knowing that it's a dumb thing to say. It's kind of funny. It is not a bad joke. Uh, meanwhile, Luigi is in a dark and spooky forest. Uh-huh. And he reaches for his tool bag 
and picks up his flashlight, Fuck yeah, which kicks does. on, and some familiar music starts playing, and this scene is really fucking good. I love that. Yeah, as soon as like we see the spilled tool bag, we can see the flashlight on the ground. I was like, fuck yeah, here we go. Oh, I know. Is there also a vacuum in that tool bag? I was really hoping he would pick up a vacuum. <laughs> I know. Just this scene is so good. I feel like they didn't lean hard enough into how good this scene was. This could yeah. have been a half hour. It was really underplayed. Uh, he points his flashlight all around, calls out a couple times for Mario. Mario? This is really good. Uh, but as he's walking through this forest, he runs into a dry bones. Mm-hmm. Which is spooky. They made it kind of spooky. It is scary. They did a good job making a dumbass, stupid Mario character <laughs> into, like, kind of a creepy thing that causes some tension. Uh, chases Luigi, but he manages to defeat it, and it falls apart and does make the dry bones noise. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. So, a lot of the noises they do get right. Mm-hmm. But then it puts itself back together, as dry bones will do. Uh, so Luigi keeps running and then gets chased by, like, hundreds of dry boneses. Yeah, and we get that, like, classic uh, scene where they're, like, popping up out of the ground and a hand comes up and grabs his leg. Yeah, it's like a World War Z, like, them trying to, like, climb up a thing to go get him. Yeah. It's good. It's good stuff. Uh but he runs away from them and reaches a big fortress that is like an actual like boss level fortress from a Mario game, which is good. Yep. There's a little black and red Bowser flag sitting at the top of the fortress, too. It's good. stuff. Yeah. The interior looks a bit like um, the interior of the haunted mansion in Mario 64. Uh, yeah, definitely. That, that first room. Yeah, that's true. Um, He. Goes inside and uh, locks the door behind him and thinks that he's safe. But then there's like a lightning flash. And uh, behind him, we can see that there are some shy guys in the room. Yeah, it's very cool. <laughs> it's fun. These shy guys popping in. And as you aptly pointed out before, Brendan, there is also a sniffit in yep, the room. There's one sniffit amongst the shy guys. Yeah, naturally. So he's the leader of the gang. Mm -hmm. You know him well. <laughs> Not yet, Nick. Not, Not yet. yet. Oh, I'm sorry. I, okay. <laughs> we'll wait on it. Uh, Toad takes Mario to the big city, and it's just full of lots of toads everywhere living toad everyday life. Mm -hmm. um, there are Easter eggs as far as the eye can see. It's another one of the scenes where you can't pay attention to what's going on. Tons of them. There's a, a map of Mario Land. They got the antique shop, which yes. has all the old 8-bit like power-ups and things in it. Yes. Uh, what's the joke the guy makes in the antique shop? Uh, somebody picks something up and he's like, oh, it doesn't somebody as if it's not a toad. <laughs> a, toad. <laughs> <laughs> a toad picks up some item and is like, oh, it doesn't work. And the shopkeeper toad is like, you got to blow into it. Yeah. Like an a NES road. cartridge. That's right. Ugh. Fucking A. But also, I think it's uh, the warp whistle from Mario 2. Yeah, so that joke works on several levels. Yeah, or Mario yeah. 3. Mario 3. 3 is the one, I believe. Yeah, 2 is the Doki Doki Panic one. Yeah, as we discussed, the mm. most famous video game in the history of the world that exists in the Super Mario Brothers movie. Yep. Um, Toad leads Mario up a series of classic Mario platforming obstacles. 
mm-hmm. uh, including a large network of pipes yep. in a clear pipe, which Mario doesn't know how to go through. Yeah, so he keeps bashing his face off it on every bend. Which is good. I like to think of Mario doing that like in an actual Mario game. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I thought that would go more smoothly than it did. Yeah, I like the inclusion of the clear pipe, though, because that's a relatively new thing. Well, yeah, Mario 3D World was what? 20 10 years ago now 13 yeah i think literally 10 <laughs> years ago but in the history of what we're talking about here um yeah that was cool they go up a series of pipes and do reach peach's castle but there's two guard toads that won't let them in there's a very weird joke of toad saying i got this and he whips out a frying pan as if he's going to fight these other toads yep but then instead what he does is cooks them a little meal over a fire as a distraction for Mario. Yeah. Uh, I don't get it. I don't, I mean, the joke is that he's not going to fight them, but like, is this a reference to a thing that Toad has done before? Yeah, I don't think so. It, not, not that I know of. It's just, yeah, I don't know. It was a confusing joke. It felt like it should have been good, but I don't <laughs> think it was. No. <laughs> Oh, well, you can't win them all, huh? Um, Inside the castle, there is a war council of toads. And I want to hang around these toads some more because I think they're pretty cool. Yeah, they got some good voices. Their little war table is really cool. One of them's got like a really, really deep voice, which is funny coming out of a toad. It's good. Yeah, they are looking over a big virtual map that pops up which shows different floating worlds throughout this place that they're in. Yep. And immediately your mind starts spinning for what could come at some point in the future. Yeah, it feels like the setup for the movie. Like, we're going to have to visit all these places to go get Bowser. Um, mm-hmm. But they don't. Oh, backing up a little bit. Before they go into the castle, the Toads make a your princesses in another castle joke. Oh, yeah, they do do that, don't they? Yeah, yeah. He, they're, they're like, oh, we're looking for the princess. And he's like, oh, well, she ain't here. She's in another castle. Why don't you go look in another castle? They kind of do that for like a long time. Yeah. So I'm surprised that I forgot to write that in my notes. <laughs> they really want you to like get what they're trying to do. Yep. Oh, boy, they do that too much in this movie. <laughs> get it? Get it? Nudge, nudge, I wink, get, wink. Yes, yes, we understand. <laughs> Um, the war council says Bowser's coming to defeat them with the power of the superstar and they, uh, appeal to their leader, princess peach, who is in the room. She makes her entrance. Anya Taylor-Joy pretty good in this movie. I would say as peach. Yeah. yeah. No complaints. Really does a fine job. Uh, but she says, ah, well, I will go and make an alliance to fight against Bowser's army. We will make an alliance with the Great Kong Army. Mm-hmm. God damn it, this movie is already moving so fast. Yes, uh, and it will not slow down. No, it doesn't. They, they have to get from A to B to C as quickly yeah. as they possibly can. There's no, like, table setting. It's just let's get straight to it. There's one scene where it feels like it's about to stumble, but then it, like, skips the rest of the steps that you would expect it to have. <laughs> they had plot points they wanted to get to, and God damn it, we're going to do them. And only an hour and a half to do it. You could have made the movie longer, although I'm honestly glad they didn't. 
Uh, yeah, and I don't know. For kids, I don't know if you really can. No, no, no. You got to have a nice breezy watch or uh, mom yeah. and dad got to take them outside. We'll have to wait for the uh, Netflix HP or the <laughs> Netflix, the HBO Mario show. Right. Yeah. Um, Mario runs in and runs directly into Peach, but uh, she tosses him aside and he's tackled by some toads. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, and he says that he is looking for his brother in Bowser's dark lands to which Peach immediately says, okay, well maybe you can help us. It's like, mm-hmm. huh? Yeah. He kind of, he kind of has to convince her a little bit. She's like, no. And he's like, yes. And she's like, all right. All right, fine. <laughs> I guess we can work together on this. Yeah. Again, another example of being like, all right, well, I trust you. You yeah. do? It's the outfit. Actually, it's the mustache. And they should have said that at some point. In the They film. should have. Yeah, that would have been. A good call out. It they does give him a sense of never really authority. talk about the mustache. Uh, there's one mustache bit, but it's Luigi's. Yeah. Uh, and nobody's like talking about how great it is. Although I guess actually they do keep saying a man in a red suit with a mustache. Sure. But, no- but nobody's ever like, it's a glorious mustache. But it's a beautiful mustache that yeah. I desperately wish I had myself. Nobody mm-hmm. ever does say that. So again, another thing for the sequel. Uh, before he can help, though, he has to prove himself in this training grounds that Peach has in her castle. Mm-hmm. Like in the lake, under the lake. Sure. Uh, leads him outside and from the lake below rises rises a gigantic question block, mm-hmm. uh, which is an interesting shot. As this thing is rising up, I'm like, what? What are they? What is? Yeah. What are, what are we do? doing here? Is this thing about to turn into a robot? And he just fights a gigantic question block <laughs> with arms and legs. I actually would have fucking. I would have loved that. that. I would love that a lot. Uh, that would have been really good. Uh, no, it folds out into something of a traditional Mario level. Mm-hmm. Like it expands out into a series of blocks and platforms and there are like mechanical piranha plants and yep. bullet bills and fire bars and yeah. stuff like that <laughs> the rotating fire bars it's like a wipeout so, course yeah yeah literally um so again this mario stuff that we know mm-hmm. just exists in this world simply because it just exists in this world yeah and and for all the stuff we do get explanations for, like his white gloves, we don't get anything for these. They yeah, what just, is this shit to them? They just exist. <laughs> They're just things that are in this world. And yeah, like to prove yourself, you have to run through like this platforming level. Like what? Yeah. It, but, and then the, the what's weird about that is I was like, all right, so he's got to prove that he can platform because it's Mario and he has to platform. But sure. then it doesn't really come up again. Like, there's a couple no. more instances of things like this, but he never really has to platform. Uh, there are no. no fire bars in the in the movie. I almost said game. It's a movie, Brendan. Yeah, there are no, like, other fire bars. This is the only time we see that. Correct. Um, it's, I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, it's really strange. Um, but it's, again, we're not getting answers for it it just needs to be a thing that appears in this movie to appease people going it has to the to, Mario movie. it has to be there yeah 
Um, she says that Mario has to complete the level and actually she runs through the level herself and finishes it with ease, Mm -hmm. which is kind of an interesting direction for Peach, who historically in the games is given very little agency and like is the character that Mario has to go save. Yep. Um, so it's kind of fun in this movie. Uh, I was afraid that they were going to like girl boss peach too yeah. much. Yeah. And I don't think they really did. Um, there is a bit of it, but it, I don't think it's, it's like offensive or no, it it's takes not away it, or anything. It never makes me roll my eyes in the way that I kind of expected. They mm-hmm. might like lean way too hard into that. Like Mario being like, no peach, I'll save you. And then peach, like putting a hand in his face and saying like, I don't need any man. I'm a strong independent princess who don't need no man. And then fight song starts playing in the background. (laughs) That, that never happened, but peach is like a very capable character. In fact, like the most capable, like fighter and like adventurer Mm -hmm. kind of, kind of like one of the most, if not the most capable character in the entire movie. Yeah. Which is cool. I don't know. It's fine. I like it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she finishes the course. Mario has to do it. He's, she says that he can make it through with the help of power-ups. Yep. She says the word power-ups and then punches a question block. And we have actual power-ups. Yep. Out of the question block produces a uh, mushroom, which Mario has to eat. The concept of power-ups and question mark blocks in this world, again, very strange like, mm-hmm. where did they come from? Why are they full of items? Like, what? what is... I? <laughs> if we're going to be doing a Mario movie, I feel like I need lore on wh- <laughs> yeah. what question... I never thought I would need lore on what power-ups <laughs> really are, but yeah, here we are. There's not enough deep lore. Um, we just They just <laughs> exist. And there's, like, a mishmash of them, too. Like, a bunch from a bunch of different games. Right. Some right. some of like the ones you might want are missing. Correct. Uh some of them don't do everything they can do. Uh they have different rules than they actually do in the games. Yep, and they have different like ways of applying the power up. Like mm-hmm. Mario has to eat this mushroom, but later on we'll see another power up that you activate a different way. Yeah, I don't know. That I <laughs> I never thought I would need an explanation mm-hmm. on where power-ups come from. But since we don't have one now, I really want one. I know. If we're going to do it in a movie, like, you have to give me a little bit more. Yeah. But they don't. Um, He eats the mushroom and gets big and strong. He's Super Mario now. Yep. Uh, He gets taller and his voice lowers and it sounds more like Chris Pratt. Yes. Yes, it uh, does. And at this point, I was like, oh, no, they ruined it. And this is going to be how it is for the rest of the movie. <laughs> now he's just going to be Chris Pratt. Yep. Uh, luckily, that's not what happens. But no, no. Very quickly, we find out that is not the case because he tries to run the course, uh, but gets hit and then gets small again. And Peach says to Mario, when you get hit, you lose the power up. Yep. <laughs> so like they wanted to describe that, but not yeah. anything else. Well, that actually plays into the movie quite a bit. So it, I think it, it is important that they establish that firmly right now. I know. It's just uh, such a <laughs> bizarre line. 
it was really weird. It was it was like an actual tutorial in the movie. <laughs> And use the right stick to turn the camera. <laughs> Someone like, out there knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> she winked straight into the camera and all yeah. the kids in our movie theater went, huh? <laughs> that would actually, that would be very in-universe, though, for them to do. They do that in, like, all the Paper Mario games. Yeah, yeah, this is true. Um, But no, she... Describes that you lose the power up, whatever, I don't know. There's a long montage of Mario trying to complete the stage, which ultimately he does not do. No, he almost makes it. And he gets, gets very gobbled. close. Yeah, but then doesn't make it. But Peach is like, all right, well, you got close enough, so I guess yeah. we'll move on. Good enough. We don't have time for this. <laughs> we have things to do in this movie. So just kind of, you know, well done. Let's let's go. Let's Fig go. Figure it out on the way. So fucking fast. Slow down. Mm -hmm. uh, we cut back to Bowser's castle where everyone is jamming out to a metal band of Koopas, which fucking rules. Yeah, it's really cool. We get to see a lot of like uh, different bad guys hanging around here. There's like a chain chomp chasing some guys around. Oh, yeah. Every like Bowser minion that you would expect. No actual minions. Illumination movie no. after all. Nope. I mean, maybe there was one in the background. I didn't. I'll I bet you there. I'll bet you there was. I wasn't looking that hard for minions. No, we'll have to look online. Easter eggs you might have missed. I'll bet <laughs> you there's a minion in there somewhere. There's a minion in every scene. It's like South yeah. Park with the aliens. <laughs> it's like the car driving around in the background in the Lord of the Rings movies. Yeah. <laughs> or the Pizza Planet truck. There's plenty of examples. Sure, sure, sure. Would you like to continue naming some? No, that's it. That's all I got for now. <laughs> I do like, though, with the metal band, like, jamming out in Bowser's castle, we see Bowser sitting on his throne, like, nodding his head to the metal yeah. music. Yeah, yeah, he loves it. Which I like to think is what Bowser actually would do in, like, all of the games. It's just, like, sit around and jam out with, like, all of his friends and be like, I am so fucking cool right yeah. now. Like, I'm having the best party, and everyone loves me for it. He throws parties every night. Yeah, every single night, this is what happens here. Uh, but Bowser reveals his plan to all of his minions. He says that he stole the power star so that he can impress slash intimidate Princess Peach into marrying him. Mm -hmm. Which at first I'm kind of like, what? And then you think about it for two seconds and you're like, oh yeah, no, this is exactly what Bowser would do. That That's the plan. Yeah. <laughs> No, this I mean, makes I'm sense. Kind of glad they did that. And it's not just like, I'm going to, I only care about taking over the world. No, no, it's, it's deeper than that and is more fitting of like how Bowser actually reacts in most other like actual Mario games. Yeah. And gives him, yeah, gives Bowser something else to do and talk about for the rest of the movie. So mm -hmm. yeah, you're right. Just a simple world domination thing would be a thousand times less interesting. Yeah, I mean, that's also part of it, but I think the main drive is marrying Peach. He wants to marry Peach, which is very good. Uh, at some point along those lines, we have a scene that once the scene started, it caused me to lean over to Brendan in the movie theater and say, hey, Brendan, did you forget Jack Black is in this movie? Yeah, <laughs> yep. Here's here's this scene. Here's the obligatory Jack Black scene that is 
definitely written into every contract the man has ever signed. Do you think that's his idea or do you think they're like, well, we got Jack Black. We could we could have him do a song. I think you get Jack Black to do a song and Jack Black will not ever say no. <laughs> yeah. He says, you want me to do a song? I absolutely will. This is great. We're going to have a good time. Yeah. Uh, Bowser sits at a piano and sings a love ballad uh, to Peaches. Peaches, Peaches, Peaches. Peaches, he calls her. And then, yes, does refer to her as Peaches for the rest of the movie. Which drove me crazy. I fucking hated that. Uh, <laughs> it, it, it felt to me like Bowser forgot her name. Uh, peaches, right? It's just, it is, it's always been peaches. It's peaches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, move into the country. <laughs> Sucking on my titties. <laughs> not that, I not wish that they played that song. I know, they could, if, if they were going to choose any licensed music. <laughs> that could have been Peaches' uh, girl boss theme. <laughs> Bowser sings Fuck the Pain Away. <laughs> I would love it. Uh, look, Brendan. I love Jack Black. Mm-hmm. We all we all love this Jack is, Black. Yeah, everyone in the world loves Jack Black. The world loves Jack Black. He's earned that. <laughs> I will continue to love him no matter what he does. His contributions to pop culture, movies, everything, immeasurable. Mm-hmm. The man is a titan in the industry. I'm done with this shit. From Jack Black. (laughs) If he never did this again in another movie that he was in, I would be fine with it. Yeah. (sighs) But I love the man, so I hate saying that. But, like, I can't do this with him anymore. (laughs) Please, Jack, we can't keep doing this. Jack, rest. You've earned it. (laughs) You don't need to perform for us so hard. But the man can't stop. No, and he won't stop. And maybe we shouldn't ask him to, but I don't need this anymore. There's going to come a time when he will have to stop and we will miss him. I don't want to know what that world looks like, (laughs) but I don't know. It's it will happen someday. Uh, I've seen lots of talk on Twitter since we saw this movie of people being like, oh, my God. The Peaches song was the best part of the movie. That was so funny. No, false. Uh, (laughs) It was not the best part of the movie. (laughs) I was really confused because I agreed that it was not the best part of the movie. And then I remembered, oh, right. 12-year-olds are allowed to be on Twitter. Oh, really? Like, in the terms of service? I mean... I don't think they're allowed to be. They just do anyway. But they are on Twitter. Yes, yeah. So when it, once it occurred to me who was making these comments, I didn't feel so bad about it anymore. Mm. Yeah, they're so. wrong. Um, you heard it here first. Twelve year olds, you have bad opinions. Time to grow up. Yeah, <laughs> literally. You're 12. Wait until wait until your brain is fully formed and then <laughs> go back to it. Wait until you're cynical about every single thing that happens, including <laughs> a lovely song by a great comedian. <laughs> then Then we'll talk. It's not a good scene. <laughs> uh, it's really dumb. Uh, the song is interrupted by Kamek, who tells Bowser that Princess Peach has been hanging around with a mustachioed man in a red outfit, mm-hmm. uh, which makes Bowser intensely jealous. Yep. I like this scene because he has Kamek sit with him and he says, play with me. And they sit down and they they duet the underground theme. Yeah, that's kind of cute. <laughs> 
I liked that. Somewhere also around here, it's kind of like <laughs> the problem with this movie is it moves so fast that like yep. every scene is a mishmash where you're not entirely sure where it happened. It moves really fast and there are three plot lines going on for the yeah. entire thing. So to balance them and put them in the right structure of what we're describing here is nigh impossible. Uh, but somewhere around here, we see Luigi uh, has been kidnapped by those shy guys and they are flying him away in a hot air balloon. Mm -hmm. uh, while this is happening, he has a flashback to their childhood uh, of baby Mario and baby Luigi, who are their actual character baby character yep. models from the Very games. Good. I like that a lot. And I think it's Spike. I think it's yes. baby Spike, um, which is kind of fun. Everyone gets a baby character. Yeah. It's a nice touch, but also I thought they were only wearing the red and green outfits to make their plumbing business stand out. No, no, no. It's the white gloves, I think, that make the oh. plumbing business stand out. I think that's like specifically what they were called out about. <laughs> Never mind. Yeah, because they go, you're plumbing wearing white gloves. So they've just been wearing those red and green outfits since day one. Yeah, that's normal for them. That's normal for anyone, really. Um, Mario and Peach set out on their journey. Toad tags along with them. Uh, they pass by some familiar Mario areas, which is pretty good, mm -hmm. including Yoshi's Island, which is fun because we see a massive herd of Yoshis in the distance. Yeah, I liked that. I liked the bridge with all the cheap cheeps jumping up. One of them smacks Mario in the face. Yeah, that was also really good. Uh, not enough Yoshi in this movie, huh? No, this is it. This is all this the, is the Yoshi you get. Well. Well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> More no, on this, that later. This is it. <laughs> I, I wish it had been. <laughs> there wasn't There wasn't a fat Yoshi, though. I'm really disappointed by that. <sighs> there was no fat Yoshi. There was no baby Yoshi. Mm -hmm. Um this was all we got was just a bunch of regular Yoshis. A bunch of multicolored Yoshis. We only got them for a second. Did it play the Yoshis story theme mm. in this scene? I don't know if it did. I don't think it did. I think I there might have been did. one constant song playing while they were on this journey. On and the, I don't the remember journey what montage, it was. yeah. Yeah, I don't remember what the song was, so I'd have to go back and check it out. It was on the road again. Yeah. It was, I've been everywhere, man. <laughs> uh, been to Yoshi's Island, Bowser's Castle. <laughs> I can't do that. I can't do this. <laughs> I, those, are, those are the only two I could even name. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, not enough Yoshi, no Wario, and no Waluigi, and no Daisy. Yeah, none of them. You'd think all three of them would have made an appearance, but not a one to be seen. Nope, they need to save them for the sequel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're saving too much for the sequel, I think, at yeah, this point. Well, they've got, they're probably going to make several of these. Oh, there'll be a hundred of them. You seen how much money this fucking thing is yeah, making? Yeah, so they gotta, they do have to save a lot. Yeah. Table it. We'll get back to it. Uh, they uh, settle down in a field of fire flowers and have what I think is the funniest and dumbest conversation in the entire yeah, movie. Yeah, I fucking love it. Um, <laughs> this is also where we learn how the fire flowers work. Because Peach just casually like strokes one and like runs just kind of fire off of its face and then turns into her fire flower form. You just kind of have to touch it. Yeah. Um, and they also spend a long time talking about stars. But is that after the thing you're talking about? 
Nah, I mean, no, this is uh, appropriate here. All right. Yeah, they, they spend a long time like lingering on the stars and how there are multi, there are many galaxies out there. <laughs> and now I'm starting to think like, all right, let's get Rosalina in this bitch. Mm-hmm. Fucking let's let's just do it. Like we need we uh, this is, I think, where you're at with the the Wah brothers mm-hmm. uh, that I'm at for like Rosalina. I'm like, like, fucking get her down here. Fuck shit up. We're looking at the stars. Yeah. She can descend down from them. One of her cronies is in this movie in just a minute. Yeah. Yeah. She could appear. Um, She doesn't, though. Also, though, I think the lore implication is that she's Peach's daughter. Oh, I don't know anything about this. I'm pretty sure that's implied in the first Galaxy game. Uh, So that might be weird to introduce her right now. Well, between... The first Mario movie and the second Mario movie, Mario and Peach, you know. I think it's Luigi and Peach. Uh-oh. <laughs> I think that's like the accepted fan theory. Oof, talk about a love triangle. Yeah. <laughs> Yowza. Well, uh, yeah, between the first movie and second movie, uh, you know, they make a little something happen, and then we get to spend movie number two with elderly Mario, Luigi, and Peach, and uh, Rosalina running around. We just around. have baby Rosalina. Well, we'll get our wish, Brendan, I'm sure. That'll be in the third one. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, Peach is intrigued that Mario is a human in this mm-hmm. world of many toads. Yep. And she admits, you know, I don't really know where I came from. And we get a flashback scene of baby Peach. Mm-hmm. Climbing out of a very similar warp pipe to what Mario came through earlier in the movie. Yeah. Perhaps implying that Peach is also from Earth, just like Mario. That's that's what I'm getting from it. Right. Um, and that was the case for the original Mario movie, where Peach uh, is just a, a girl from Brooklyn who ends up going into the Mushroom Kingdom with them. Well, you know they want to take many cues from the original Mario movie and plug them into this one. They love that yeah, movie at Nintendo HQ. Where they, they turn Toad into a Goomba, because that's mm-hmm. how that works. No, that makes sense. And Yoshi's an actual dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> no, this all makes sense. Yeah, no, this is good. They should have ran with that more in this movie. Bring it back. Oh, you know what's really fucked up? Sorry, just to go back a second, because I'm th- now thinking about the other Mario movie and how they did like the tiny Bob-omb's. Uh, at the scene in Bowser's castle when they're doing like the metal music, a couple Koopas pick up a bob wind him up, and then like throw him into the crowd, and he's like running around fearful of death. Like, <laughs> <laughs> this is no, you've doomed me, you've doomed us all. <laughs> what have you done? <laughs> Don't you know what comes next? Uh, yeah, we witnessed murder in this yeah, movie. Yep, a couple times. Uh, bob yeah. murder exclusively <laughs> well no no yeah. there is one uh there is one koopa Mm-mm. yes this is true although do they really die or do they just go into their shells <laughs> well this one this one turns into a dry bones oh yes yes this is true although then he's gifted eternal life yeah now he's a dry bones so that's not such a bad thing at the end of the day yeah that's a glow up i would say <laughs> uh yes Peach came to this world through a pipe and she says uh, the toads raised her and trained her how to fight and everything. And then she says, when I was ready, 
They made me their princess. Wild. <laughs> Fucking wild. Why? Why did they do that? There's like a little coronation scene. When I was ready, they made me their princess. I literally turned to you in the movie theater and said, what? Why did they even, why did they feel the need to include this at all? What? What's I, the logic so there? Many I'm questions sorry. Now, yeah. Was there a princess before? Was there a king? Did they build the castle for her? Yeah. What was the process here? <laughs> what? Did they need a princess? Oh man, I thought that was so fucking funny. <laughs> I I Weird. could not stop laughing after that happened. Yeah, it, it was um something. There was no reason for them to say that in this no. movie. No, nope. uh, we didn't but, need it. But they did. They just wanted to have a baby peach scene. And I mean, that's fine. Yep. But <laughs> they made me their princess. <laughs> okay. When I was ready. When I was ready, as if they were like, well, one day, as soon as she came through, okay, well, she will be the princess, but she's not ready for <laughs> she's not it. Ready yet. yet. Can't have we a have baby to, be the princess. We have to train her how to climb blocks and grab a flagpole. <laughs> then only then is she ready to rule. Mm -hmm. Oh man, I thought that was hilarious. Uh the shy guys bring Luigi to Bowser, who tortures him. By pulling on his mustache, very mm -hmm. silly. Kids in the theater loved it. Yep. Uh, until Luigi spills the beans on who Mario is. Uh, Bowser then imprisons Luigi in a hanging cage suspended above lava. Mm -hmm. There are some other prisoners here, Brendan. Yep. Including the penguins that we saw earlier in the movie. Uh, and also your favorite character in the entire movie, a Luma. A blue Luma, who is a nihilist, I guess. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, the penguins are like, we need to hope, or we need to hold on to hope, when the Luma's like, the only hope is the sweet release of death. <laughs> uh, and it just says shit like that for the rest of the movie. <laughs> With like a little smile on its face and the calmest voice you've ever yeah, heard. Yeah, like a, a small child's voice. Uh, <laughs> just talking about like everything being hopeless and... <laughs> Longing yeah. for death. <laughs> yeah. The only thing we should want is to be free of this earth. <laughs> uh, I fucking died in the theater. <laughs> I, I could not stop laughing at this. Uh, but then as it continued, like every time we come back to this scene and see this loom again, he's still doing it. And again it gets and again less and again. fun the more he does it. <laughs> Yeah, I know. They milk that freaking mm. joke as much as they can until there's nothing left. Yeah. But in the moment, it was very, very funny. And you were particularly tickled by that. <laughs> I, I think I think a lot of it was the shock, uh, which is <laughs> definitely what they were going for. Sure. Like one of the cutest character designs in this like sweet little voice <laughs> talking about the sweet release of death. Yeah, it's uh, really good. Fucking it got me. It, 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 it pushed all the right buttons. <laughs> that one was good for Brendan. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was really funny. Um, Peach, Mario, and Toad arrive in the land of the Kongs. Mm -hmm. They're stopped at the gate by a Kong in a sports coat and sunglasses. Yeah, who we are not sure whether or not it's supposed to be <laughs> Funky Kong. Is this a stand-in for Funky Kong? Like, is this the man, the myth, the legend? Yeah, because there's another character that could also be Funky Kong. And this could just be 
a random Kong that we meet. But we spend a lot of time with this Kong. We do, yeah. In a way we don't with a lot of other Kongs. Mm-hmm. So. I don't know. I, I don't want to say that this one is funky, but it yeah, he could be. He just doesn't, he doesn't look like funky. The only reason that we think that he is funky is because he's wearing sunglasses. That's it. Yep. That's, that's 100% the only reason. But is the other Kong that we see later on also wearing sunglasses? He might be wearing He's wearing like goggles. welding goggles. Yeah. Okay. Um, but I, that's, that's more of like, well, so funky, the, the problem with like trying to figure out who funky is, is he goes through changes throughout the games. Sure. Like in the first one that we see him in, in Donkey Kong Country, he's like on a flying surfboard and he's got yes. like a Tommy Bahama shirt on and a bandana. And then like as it goes, he becomes like a blacksmith. And then I think the current version is the Tommy Bahama one again. Yeah. Fucking um, smooth as hell. Or like a tank top or something now. Love that um, guy. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm not sure. Uh, but I I immediately uh, when this scene started and he's like, I'll give you a ride to the the castle uh i started thinking of the the comfort the what is it supportive funky kong asmr memes yeah the they were uh funky kong helps you through a tough breakup or funky kong picks you up from the airport <laughs> like <laughs> i immediately went to there and i'm <laughs> sure that's not what they were doing is nintendo referencing this in their own <laughs> movie i would that's the, this whole scene i was sitting there thinking that i was like are they is is this what they're doing, or do I have a problem? <laughs> well, I think it's I more mean, likely that I have a problem. <laughs> I mean, that is definitely part of it. <laughs> are there any Mario memes that are done in this movie? I don't think so. They don't do like what Sonic did with the Sanic drawing. No. Um, I don't think so. They don't do like a Luigi death stare at any point or something like that? No, I don't think so. Or Luigi I, wins by doing nothing. Yeah, that's good too. They could have, they could have done something. I would, I would expect Illumination to lean into like a a meme. Yeah, and I no, guess they, they didn't really. No, they kept this movie relatively like free of that sort of thing, like outside influence. Yeah, it's it's um, mostly contained to actual Mario and like jokes about Mario. Uh, unexpected from them. Yeah. I would have thought they would, yeah, try to do something like that. Uh, the only outside influence that we get, Brendan, is through the use of beautiful licensed music. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, this boy. Kong, yes, I know. This Kong uh, lets them in, and he's going to give them a ride on a cart. <laughs> yep. Which is interesting, because the Kongs in this world are like the masters of carts yeah yeah that's like i, I f fine i guess like it's, it's like a they, little weird but it's like they knew they wanted to have kongs mm -hmm. and they knew they wanted to have mario kart yep but they couldn't spend the time to have two separate scenes and locations <laughs> yeah that's, where those that's were going is, to be yeah. things so they were like we gotta you gotta make the most of this like you gotta cram these two together until they fit yep so the whole kong town is like the most fucked up racetrack like completely impossible to actually live in no not a um, functional city no just all tracks uh and we're about to ride down these tracks brendan on the back of 
funky question mark Kong's cart. <laughs> uh, and yes, we have another victim of licensed music. What could be a fun ride through Kong City is inarguably made worse by AHA's take on me playing. Which is a bizarre choice. Doesn't work. It doesn't, it doesn't fit. fit. Uh, I don't know. I don't know why they did that. I, I want like the Diddy Kong racing theme to be playing here. Yeah. That would be cool. Or any other song from the history of Donkey Kong games, of yeah. which there are so many good ones. Or even just a song from like a Donkey Kong track in in a Mario Kart in a Mario Kart game. Yeah, that would be great. No, this is to me. It's not the worst song that gets worst part of the movie that gets ruined by a licensed song. We're almost there. No, that's but next. to me. Yeah, that, that's that's the next one. But to me, this is like the most like pooped out of a corporate machine of like yeah we know that if you put take on me in a movie like it will have this level of popularity so we have to find a way to stick it in there what is it with take on me lately that was in the last of us part two as well mm-hmm. uh several times and i don't i don't get it yeah i don't know in the last of us it's like a I don't know. They do like a fun take on it, at least. Like, yeah, it's, it's like a, it's an emotional thing, and and it, and it it fits there a little better because Joel teaches it to Ellie, right? And it would be something that Joel would know already, and like, right. So it, like it fits there. Uh, it still felt really weird when you play it, and there's like a whole emotional scene where she's singing it to the other character. But in this, it's just like, all right, we're racing. Play take on me. Yeah, plug in some aha. What the fuck? <laughs> There's so many. Like, the, if you're going to do licensed music, at least try to make it fit. I feel like what the discussion we just had of like, oh, they didn't insert any Mario memes into the movie. I feel like Take On Me is a meme song. Yeah, yeah. Like, they could have put like, don't stop believing in this movie, too. Yeah, well, they do put one of those songs, like one of those meme songs in or another one later where they do what is it holding out for a hero oh i completely forgot about that that's a meme song so much so that it was playing over the climactic scene in fucking uh saints row three mm-hmm. um so like i don't know i don't know but at least that one fits like as stupid and shitty as it is that one fit the scene that it was in yeah this one is just yeah like i said it this feels the most most corporate to me. Yeah. Like this will boost numbers if we put take on me in I here. think it would have been fun if they put fast car. Is that the name of that song? The if you got a fast car. Yeah, that's that that would have been really good. <laughs> I would have loved that. <laughs> well, missed opportunity, I guess. Uh no, they do the worst thing and use take on me. Uh and we hated it. Um, so here we are driving around Kong City, uh it's very highly stylized, uh, like yep. modern Donkey Kong games. Yep. But also specifically like the upcoming Universal Studios expansion that they're adding. Yeah. Yep. Um, in multiple Super Nintendo worlds in Universal Parks around the world, they're adding a gigantic Donkey Kong expansion land. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the concept art that they've released like that looks exactly like some of the stuff that we see in this scene in this movie yeah 
So even I was a little surprised, like, man, we're spending a lot of time with Kongs in, in the a Mario, Mario movie. movie. Yeah, I would have been all right. <clears throat> I would have been all right if they weren't in it at all. I yeah, I and maybe like a slight nod to them, but we spend like so much time with Kongs. Yeah, I think what they should have done is held off on Donkey Kong, introduce him as a villain. Yeah. In like the next one. I don't know. They almost kind of introduce him as a villain. They do. They introduce him as like a foil. Yeah. Um, They'll probably use the Wario's for the villain for the next one or something. I do agree, though. That would have been a good like second movie thing. But the very first Mario movie is like half Kong. Yeah. Um, And because of this Universal studio stuff, I have to think that this is a big reason why is it could be. Yeah. Get hype levels and interest in Kong stuff like up before that stuff opens up so they can be like, yeah. look, it's just like the movie. Yeah, because there hasn't been a new Donkey Kong game in a long time. No, no, not to this point. So I don't know. That's just kind of again, I <laughs> everything that's happened in like the last three minutes of movie time to me is like the most corporate stuff that is yeah. going on in this entire movie. Like, oh, like not even trying to hide like some of their corporate interests in what they're doing here. Yeah, it's, it's just a commercial <laughs> for Donkey Kong. And Universal Studios is already full of like minions and stuff. The minions are huge in Universal mm. Studios parks. Um, so the relationship is already there. I don't yep. know. It's just very obvious to me. And I hate seeing it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but what are you going to do? People got to make money, huh? <laughs> yep. Money's not going to print itself. No, no. Although so far it has been with this wonderful movie. (laughs) Uh, They are granted an audience with King Cranky Kong. Hell yeah. Who is, for my money, the weirdest fucking character in this whole movie. Yep. I think he moves around too much. Uh, He's like, he can't sit still for two seconds. He's a weird, eccentric old man. Which Um, is not... Not the cranky character I would have expected. Like, Cranky's supposed to be, like, a crotchety old man. He's cranky. Uh, yeah. And he's not really in this movie. He's just kind of, like, eccentric. He's like, whoa, whoa, yeah. who's this fucking Mario guy? This guy sounds crazy. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's fucking weird. Cranky should not be like that. Yeah, he should be a crotchety old man. Crotchety is really the right word to choose here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that is not the direction they went with him. It's very strange. Uh, He will not lend Peach the Kong armies, but Mario steps in and he's like, hey, motherfucker. Yes, you will. You absolutely will. I ain't leaving till I got your army. We're taking them with us. Whether you (laughs) like it or not, you stupid monkey. Piece of shit. Who does Mario think he is? I have no idea. But people keep pumping his tires in this movie. So, you know, why stop now? Yeah, he, he probably just like thinks that. That that he he's got some sway in this world. Everyone else has immediately done what he wanted them to. The Mario Mojo is like really <laughs> kicking in high gear right now. The Mario Joe, Mario Joe, Mojo Jojo is also in this movie. <laughs> uh, Cranky loves that, and he's like, "All right, well, you will uh, get my armies, but only if Mario can defeat my son in a fight." Mm-hmm. I wonder who that will be. I don't know. Uh, we'll find out. Um, 
They enter a big a, a big arena surrounded by question mark blocks and girders like the original Donkey Kong arcade game. Kind of fun. <laughs> I kind of liked that. Yeah, it's good aesthetic touch. Uh, the arena is filled with cheering Kongs, uh, which we both admitted to each other during the movie that we could not stop scanning the crowd to see which named Kongs were going to be here. This was one of those. Yeah, because uh, we do get a few. Uh, one of them gets called out by name, mm-hmm. uh, which is pretty good. Um, and then we snap to a shot of him and around him are, I think, most of the DK64 characters. I think I, so. I think Tiny's missing and she's replaced by Dixie. Uh, and I think Lanky's missing <laughs> because he's dead. And if that's true, um, that would be the one meme thing that they put in. Where? What did you say he died in? Like it, some kind a of manga? Like... I'm pretty sure. <laughs> so good. Yeah, there's like a scene where they're all crying and looking up at the sky, and Lanky Kong's face is like superimposed in the sky. That is amazing. It's wicked funny. There's a the meme is like he has no style, he has no grace. This Kong is in a better place. <laughs> <laughs> Playing the trombone up in the sky with Jimi Hendrix and the rest of them. Oh, man, that's hilarious. Uh, I was also specifically looking for Lanky and could not find him. Yeah, so, uh, I don't think, I think he's, he's there. deceased. Everyone else is there. Uh, it seems like everyone else is there, but who else is about to come in? It's Mario's opponent. Yes, it's Donkey Kong. Yeah, and we're playing the DK rap. So that's another kind of meme kind of thing. Yeah, I think that needed to happen, though. For sure. And when we got here, I wanted to mention it. I forgot, though. When we got here, they were playing the Donkey Kong Country theme, mm-hmm. which is very fun. That's which good. is another reason I think they should have had the um, Diddy Kong racing thing. But I don't know how the licensing worked for that music, because I know that like Rare made the games. So they had their composer. So I don't know if the Diddy Kong music is technically Nintendo music. Uh, it gets a little dicey, huh? Yeah. But the, apparently the Donkey Kong Country music is Nintendo music. Well, that one, yeah, made it in under the wire. Mm-hmm. I wonder if it's because Banjo's in Diddy Kong Racing. Nintendo doesn't fully own that. That's a question for the lawyers. Mm-hmm. Want to get them on the phone or should we? No, I'm good. I'll just okay. go the rest of my life wondering. Uh, that's fine. I hope you don't find the answers you're looking for. Me too. Okay, good. We're in agreement. Uh, DK rap, yeah, is piping in. Donkey Kong is singing along to it, which kind of is good, but also kind of sucks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that stops as Cranky commands everyone to stop. There's one voice still singing, and yes, this is the one that gets mentioned by name. Diddy Kong is in yep. the audience. Yeah, Diddy Kong can't stop cheering for his homeboy Donkey Kong. Which is good. I think Diddy would actually do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Donkey Kong is a very cocky, boastful kind of character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that is his character for the movie. That's it. That is all that he is. He's very boastful and jealous. And it makes his dad, Cranky Kong, uh, annoyed and cranky. Mm-hmm. And that is all Donkey Kong is. Uh, as the fight begins, Donkey Kong says the words, it's on like Donkey Kong. Oh, yeah, that was the biggest fucking cringe I had in the movie. I actually blocked that out until you just brought it back up. He does that, say that. 
and I fucking sucks. I think I audibly groaned like, oh, Ugh. no, they really did it, huh? Why the fuck did you do that? So maybe that's the most meme thing. That it happens. could be. It could be. Yeah. Now that we're trying to find it. No, I think we just did find it. I think that's it. Yep. Uh, we're in agreement, Brendan, that Donkey Kong kind of sucks in this movie. Donkey Kong does suck. Worst character in the film. He's not Donkey a good Kong. character, which is a shame because Donkey Kong in the games. I love Donkey Kong. Donkey Kong is great in the games. Yeah. Um, but but not no, here. he's terrible in this. I hate him. He he does the peck dance thing for the lols. Multiple times. Yeah. He's voiced by Seth Rogen. Um, yep. Which, which I didn't notice. I had forgotten the voice cast and I didn't know that it was Seth Rogen until he does the Seth Rogen laugh. And then you can't not notice it. And anymore. then I can't stop hearing it. Yeah. Oh, that's Seth Rogen, huh? <laughs> <laughs> We've all heard it. And then he smokes a joint. And then he smokes a joint. Yeah. <clears throat> I wish that would have redeemed him to me in this movie. <laughs> but no, it wasn't meant to be. Uh, Donkey Kong knocks Mario around for a while. Mario goes for some power-ups that are scattered around the arena, but grabs a mini mushroom on accident. Mm -hmm. uh, the power-ups were put there by Cranky Kong, he states. So mm -hmm. someone has to go around resetting these power-ups. Between each match. Hold on. Reset. Reset. Yeah. They have to restock the boxes. Well, that Do you think they have like a Mario Maker interface that they use? That would make things go a lot quicker, huh? Like that would be very fun if they showed that. There's some kind of bit like that in the movie. Yeah. Well, I think Nintendo wants to shy away from Mario Maker because they don't want to make another one. Yeah. They're tired of people finding bugs in it. They're tired of people making cooler things than Nintendo has made <laughs> yeah. in many years. <laughs> They're being shamed by their own game. Well, fuck you. Now you don't get to do it anymore. <laughs> All right, you wise guy. You shouldn't have been so good with the tools that we gave you. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Um, DK is still winning the fight. Uh, Mario will not back down and eventually grabs a bell and turns into Cat Mario. Yep, which I hate. Uh, I don't hate it. I hate it. <laughs> why do you? What? Why? Because it's weird. No, but Cat Mario's fun. Mm, it's weird. It was weird in the games. It's, no, it's weird good. now. No, it's good in the games. Uh, a weird a weird now, but good in the games. <laughs> I don't know. I think it was as weird. <laughs> it's good. I like it. He's a cat. He says, uh, meow. And mm -hmm. the kids in our theater started fucking cracking up. Yep. Yep. And it awakened some things. <laughs> yeah, wait a minute. <laughs> I feel like I know the real me now. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's now Cat Mario and has the upper hand, or should I say upper paw. I wish you wouldn't. It's too late. And uh, <laughs> defeats Donkey Kong. Mario has won the fight. Uh, Cranky now agrees to join forces with Peach and the Mushroom Kingdom, and they have to hurry back to the Mushroom Kingdom, so they'll need to use some carts. The, yeah, they'll need to take the shortcut. Mm-hmm. Um, and to get that way, we need some carts. We need some carts. So let's go get some carts. Brendan, tell me about 
the carts and why this should have been the coolest scene in any movie ever. So it's and like then a, tell me why it wasn't. It's like a dark room and they descend into it and there's like three bays that they approach and the bays have these rollers on them. Uh, three rollers and they, we get a better look and they are the rollers from Mario Kart uh, 8, I think is where they first started. Uh, and they're standing there building their carts and we see all the different carts that they have in Mario Kart. Uh, and it should be so fucking cool to watch this montage of like the carts being put together, but they play Thunderstruck over it <laughs> and it's it just ruined it. I was like so excited when I saw those wheels. I was like, oh, my God, they're actually fucking doing Mario Kart right now. Uh, and it, and then Thunderstruck starts and I was immediately taken out of the scene. I think I went, no, when yeah. I, as soon as I heard that. Diddle, 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 diddle. Oh, God <laughs> damn it. Fuck you guys. They uh, but it blew it. It would have been such a cool scene because we see the like the carts getting put together and they're getting spray painted with the players colors. Uh, and we see what could also be Funky Kong in like a machine building the carts for them. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I'm so disappointed. It's a really, really awesome application of like the Mario Kart builder experience. The UI, yeah, to, to build the UI of the game into the, the movie as like a, a physical thing. A physical representation of that is it was so such cool. A, such a good idea. And then to fuck it up with, you've been thunderstruck. <laughs> no, <laughs> stop it. Why'd you do this to me? <laughs> Uh, ruined everything I've ever loved. Um, Mario chooses the default cart. Uh, Peach chooses the default bike. Mm -hmm. uh, but that's fine. Peach puts on the bike outfit that she has in the game. Uh, and then the wears helmet, that outfit though. for most of the rest of the movie. Yep, and then wears that outfit for, yeah, up until, like, the, the climactic battle. Mm -hmm. um, she wears a helmet, which is fine, because, like, you need to promote safety. Sure, sure, sure. Um, Toad gets... Uh, like a monster truck, which isn't like a, in the game. Like a big ass monster truck. Yeah, they could add it to the game, I guess. Um, Just but. silly to see a little toad riding around in that thing. And he knows it, too. Yeah, uh, that's why he did it. Yeah, he's he's feeling all fucking like powerful in that mm -hmm. thing. <laughs> Compensating for his tiny toadness. Yeah, <laughs> it's very good. Uh, Great scene ruined by a poor uh, song choice this is the worst example of that i think in the entire movie because mm -hmm. it took away everything that we never knew we wanted and then they finally gave it to us and then they spoiled it and then they ruined it yeah they could have had like a, a a rock version of um is it one piece at a time the the johnny cash song uh that sounds right yeah that would have been fun no no uh, we got thunderstruck instead let me score your movie. Or it's not a score. Soundtrack. Would you choose Take On Me and Thunderstruck? No. Okay. No, those would not even be in the running. <laughs> no, I they never would have crossed my mind once. <laughs> now, unfortunately, I have to live with them every day. I really hope, like, on the DVD release, you can watch it with the original music. That would be amazing, and it will not happen. It will never happen, No. I have seen some fan like re-edits online mm -hmm. of people putting in original music in those scenes. Um and it's better. Yeah. Nah, well, this is what we got. 
we'll move on, Brendan. But uh, <laughs> we're all sad. We we're sad for what just happened. Yeah. They take their new carts to the shortcut that was mentioned, which turns out to be Rainbow Road, a.k.a. the worst part of the movie. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't disagree with that. Uh, Rainbow Road, we're going to drive down. The Rainbow Road music starts playing, which is pretty good, but it's no Thunderstruck. I actually, I didn't hear the Rainbow Road music. I was like listening for it. Is it the N64 Rainbow Road music or is it the newer Rainbow Road? I'm pretty sure I, I am not 100%, but I think it was the newer one and it was kind of like a orchestral version of it that That makes sense. Yeah. The subtle like strings of it. That they've mm-hmm. done with other things in this movie. Yep. Okay, that's fine then. I was I was looking for that. Uh, it's called a road. It's called a rainbow road. <laughs> no, I don't think it was that one. <laughs> they should put the lyrics in it, though. That would be good. <laughs> it's the road where you go when you die. <laughs> <laughs> um, rainbow road time, baby. They're riding along rainbow road. Mm-hmm. Everyone's having a fun time. It is kind of fun, except for us, maybe. I yeah, I, I thought it. I thought it was the worst scene, but they do some fun stuff, like the road inverts, and Mario thinks he's gonna fall off, but then it does the Mario Kart Eight thing where the wheels like turn sideways. Yeah, uh, we've seen good. the glider at this point already too a couple times. I think. I think so. Yes. Um. So it's kind of fun. They're like they're they're really milking the the Mario Kart thing, but this scene. I just thought it was so boring. I was like falling asleep during it. <laughs> mm-hmm. There's like an extended conversation between yeah. Mario and Peach, and yep. then Donkey Kong and comes up and accuses Mario of trying to flirt with Peach and says he's really bad at flirting. Yep. Uh, and then Toad comes in and simps for Mario. Yeah. And then Donkey Kong and Toad argue for a while. On either side of Mario and Peach, you have to sit there like, guys, can you stop? We are right here. You are talking about us. This is really, really awkward right now. Please go (laughs) away. Um, Yeah. Uh, Mario says, uh, talks about New York uh, and is like, the the turtles aren't evil in New York. They're actually pets. And if you come to New York, I will... Show you a turtle or get you. I'm a falling turtle. asleep even just remembering this right now. Yeah, that's important though because that comes back. Um, it does. It does. Uh, and that's that's what happens in that scene. <laughs> uh, it's interrupted as uh, Bowser's army ambushes them on the Rainbow Road mm-hmm. uh, and starts driving after them in their own carts. Uh, there's some decent action here, I guess. Yeah, there is. They smash the road, which is kind of cool. Mario jumps from one track to another, which is something you can do in the Mario Kart 8 Rainbow Road. Mm -hmm. Um, There's a giant car chasing them, which kind of reminded me a bit of, is it 3D World that has the the Bowser car? I think so. Yes. Fight Uh, kind of reminded me of that. It wasn't like a what what kind of car was that? Like a muscle car. Right. Uh, But this one's like a big tank. But. That's the kind of vibe I got from it. And it's being driven by a Koopa wearing a spiky blue shell on which his a, head. Which is a great bit. That yeah. The, the biggest and baddest car in the whole thing is being driven by a blue shell. Koopa. Yeah. And I wish that's where they left it. Uh, but they don't. 
the the the, the car gets destroyed somehow. Mario like is climbing all over it and it, it gets blown up. And uh, I don't know, Donkey Kong has to save him or whatever. So they work together for a second and it seems like maybe their relationship is fixed, but it's not. Uh, and then the, the the fucking Koopa is like, oh, I'll show you with a blue shell. And then he fucking turns into a blue shell. Yeah, it it's like such a good bit until it becomes literal. Yeah, it's so on the nose. Uh, and then it breaks the rules of the blue shell because... It starts flying ahead and Peach is ahead of Mario and and uh, Donkey Kong, but the blue shell hits Mario and Donkey Kong. That's not not my blue shell. No, that's not how that works. Uh, it would have been funny if they were ahead and then the blue shell was on them and they had to like break a little bit and then Peach got ahead. And then they all like get caught them. in the blast yeah. together. They go, yeah. oh, damn it. I didn't time that right. <laughs> no, this was that was like made to be a good bit for fans of Mario Kart. Yeah. And I think they didn't realize how good of a bit they had when it was just the car being driven by the blue shell. I, I thought that was really good, really subtle. Yeah. Um, but then they're yeah. like, no, let's really hammer this home and just just actually do the thing. Yeah. I don't that know. kind of sucked. Uh, anyway, that was uh, a shame. But yes, it blows up part of the Rainbow Road Mario and Donkey Kong plummet into an ocean beneath them mm-hmm. uh, while Peach and Toad were ahead of them and are separated from the rest of the Kong army who get captured by the Koopas. Yep. And that's uh, the end of that scene. Yeah. Kind of eliminating <laughs> the Kongs from the movie. Immediately. Right after they were acquired. Yeah. So we spent all that time worrying about the Kongs, being with the Kongs, and then they're not even players in what happens here. Nope, nope. They're completely removed from the movie, except for Donkey Kong, who is still with Mario. Indeed he is. They uh, fall into the ocean, and Donkey Kong uh, gets knocked out and starts to drown. Uh, So Mario dives down and drags Donkey Kong to safety. By uh, By his tie. And there's like a a few frames where it looks like he's like choking him out with his tie. He's hanging Donkey Kong with his own necktie. People are going to have a field day with this one. Yeah. I don't know. This scene is kind of cool, though. The water is being lit up by the broken shards of the Rainbow Road. Mm -hmm. So it's got like this multicolored like light from the deep coming up. I thought that was really nice looking. It's a beautiful movie. It is. Yeah. They reach the surface of the water but then they are swallowed by a gigantic eel, mm-hmm. which is cool. It's like a more modern version of like the Mario 64 eels. Yep. It looks more like a moray would. Uh, it's got like the longer, sharper nose. But I I was made to think of the Mario 64 eel. Yes. Uh, which I think is called a moray. Oh, like M-A-W. Yeah, I don't know. I have no idea. I just always called it that big spooky eel. Just that big scary eel that I don't <laughs> yeah. want to get near, but it forces me to to get inside of that pirate ship. The reason I don't even want to listen to the whatever the fuck that level is called music. Uh, Jolly Roger Bay, my good boy. Is it Jolly Roger Bay? Okay. I thought that was a banjo level. I would not be surprised if there was also a banjo level called Jolly Roger Bay. All right. Well, we figured it out. Uh, good on us. Uh, Peach and Toad make it back to the Mushroom Kingdom, and uh, Bowser is arriving soon, so they evacuate all of the other Toads. 
uh, Bowser's giant ship flies in and they confront Bowser and he enacts his plan and proposes to Princess Peach. Uh, yep, he does it. Good on him. Yeah, he followed his heart, uh, but it did not go as smoothly as he expected it to. And she refuses his proposal to which he says, you might want to reconsider and has Kamek torture Toad. Yeah, yeah, like a like a pain spell. Yeah, constricts him in this magic spell, and Toad is in so much pain that Peach gives in and agrees, yes, I'll marry you, just don't hurt my Toads. Yeah, because she's a bad leader. There's she, so many Toads. There's so many Toads, you can lose one. And they all look exactly like this Toad, so you, you won't even remember. People. Yeah, just take his backpack, put it on another one. You're yeah, that, that Toad now. Take that frying pan and hand it to another toad. <laughs> I don't know. The needs of the many were sacrificed for just the uh, will, the goodwill of the one in yeah, this situation. Maybe she prevented like the total destruction of her kingdom through this. Uh, maybe it was a good move. <laughs> who's to but say? Who's to who's, say? Maybe yeah. we just both really want Toad to die. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it all boils down to. Uh. Mario and Donkey Kong are sitting inside of the eel and uh, have a heart to heart over their daddy issues. Yeah. Which you kind of forget that, like, either one of them even actually had daddy issues. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they were both very quick. Didn't have a lot of time to, like, sit with them. Especially the Mario one, huh? Yeah. He said one thing, like, but it, it was like a really mean thing to say. But that was all we got from the character. Right. Yeah, it's it does not feel like an earned scene at all. Um, although it is kind of good. That there's a joke. Uh, Mario says that his dad doesn't like him. And Donkey Kong says to him, like, yeah, your dad is right not yeah. to like you. You suck. Yeah, I thought that was pretty funny. Just pretty good bit. Uh, they managed to escape from the eel using a rocket barrel that is on Donkey Kong's cart also inside of this eel. Yep. I liked this because it's like the uh, rocket barrel uh, levels in Donkey Kong Country Returns. Mm hmm. So that was a nice like callback to that. Yeah, it was good stuff. Uh, they escape on that barrel and it's good enough to carry them all the way back to the Magic Kingdom. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the Mushroom Kingdom. Uh, Magic Kingdom is what I said, and that is not what nope. this movie is about. Different franchise. Uh, it's always on the brain for me, though, Brendan. You know this. <laughs> I do, yeah. Uh, I would like to see Mario in the Magic Kingdom. We can't talk about this. No. Uh, he, uh, they fly to the Mushroom Kingdom and take the fight to Bowser's troops that are here. Uh, this is where we get some more cool side-scrolling action of Mario and Donkey Kong fighting against these characters. Yeah, we do. Um, also, and also, yeah, what you're about to say, go ahead. Uh, well, I was going to say that it's also kind of fun that Donkey Kong is fighting in like a background plane, which is something that would happen in a Donkey Kong game. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was really cool. They're both on like their own levels. Right. Very fun. What were you, what were you going to say? I was going to say this is where Donkey Kong uses a power up. Which is should not even be possible. No, it should not happen. And I'm angry about it. Uh, he uses a fire flower and turns into like a red Donkey Kong with like f it, the, the tips of his hair are white. Like he's got frosted tips 
Like his head's mm-hmm. supposed to look like a flame. Uh, it's weird. I wish they hadn't done that. No, it looks really bad. It looks like one of his alt skins from Smash Brothers mm-hmm. in not like a fun way. Mario uses a tanuki leaf here, which is kind of fun. He does, but they never refer to it as such. No, uh, they call him a raccoon and a bear on two separate occasions, which I think a tanuki is a, a raccoon bear or a raccoon dog. Uh, I can't say I'm not okay. an expert on the subject um, matter, but yeah, they never call it a tanuki. He doesn't do the thing where he turns into a statue. No, um, <laughs> probably too, too much religious symbolism in that transformation. <laughs> let's let's shy away from that one if we can. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's in a tanuki suit now, though. It's very good. He can fly. Uh, the wedding is about to begin and Kamek goes to the prisoners, including Luigi and congratulates them that they're all being invited to the wedding, but says that they are going to the wedding so that they can be ritualist, ritualistically sacrificed. Yep. Uh, which everyone hates except for Luma. Yeah, Luma's excited about it, of course. Yeah, continuing that bit, let's just, you know, do it until uh, we're sick of it, which we already mm-hmm. are. Which we are, yeah. Uh, we get a look at the wedding ceremony, and there is a cake topper that has Bowser and Peach on it. Yep, and they're in the uh, designs from Odyssey, the wedding outfits. Good good callback there. I thought that was kind of nice, yeah. Uh, Toad brings Peach a very special bouquet as she's waiting to walk down the aisle. Mm-hmm. We'll learn more about this in just a moment. <laughs> uh, she walks down the aisle to Bowser... We get to see some of the wedding guests that are here, which include King Bob-omb and King Boo. Yep. I was very excited to see King Boo. I, this is the only Boo we see, I think, in the whole movie. Weird, right? That there aren't more Boos. I, I yeah. was convinced there would be some when Luigi entered that fortress. I was hoping so, yeah. And I don't think there were any at the party. I don't think so either. Maybe the Boos aren't really affiliated with Bowser. Yeah, hard to say. They're more of a ghost house kind of thing, and that's not really mm-hmm. Bowser's, like, thing he's more of a no. fortress kind of guy and i know that king boo possesses bowser in luigi's mansion which bowser probably didn't didn't consent to he probably hated that yeah he, this he, is my body he, he took his head off it's fucked up man it was how'd you do that to me <laughs> just out here trying to be me you can't be me uh beyond the altar Luigi and the rest of the prisoners are being slowly lowered into a pool of lava below them. Yep. The ceremony is being officiated by Kamek. uh, And Peach (laughs) walks up and then stops the whole ceremony by punching Kamek right in the fucking face. Yeah, she just fucking decks him. She says, actually, how about we don't do this? Yeah, you. she's like to Bowser, you fucking idiot. You think I would ever marry a loser like you? And then she... Punches Kamek out. Bowser has a single tear roll down his face. He thought, well, <laughs> I think he literally says, uh, maybe. <laughs> Poor guy. Uh, she reveals that the bouquet has an ice flower within it, so she powers mm-hmm. up. Yep. Uh, she uses her new powers to completely freeze Bowser in a big block of ice. Yeah, and then she stops the chains on the thing lowering the cages. Yes, she does slow them down and stop them, but Luigi's cage has already kind of touched down into the lava and is starting to melt. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, and he's almost done for, but then Mario and Donkey Kong arrive just in time to save the day. Uh, Donkey Kong lifts the cage mechanism back up and frees all the prisoners. Uh, but Luigi falls out of his open cage and starts to plummet into the lava below. Yeah, and that's it. That's how Luigi dies. And that's how Luigi dies in the Mario movie, not going to be in the sequel. <laughs> Uh, He's falling, but Mario flies in with his Tanuki suit tail, which, uh, if we didn't mention already, it spins around in a circle like Tails from Sonic. Yeah, yep, which uh, was never how I pictured that to work. No, no, me either. But I guess it's fine. I guess, yeah, we're going to have to explain it somehow. It's going to be fine. I think it would have been really funny if Luigi hit the lava and then his butt was burning and he went, wah, ha, 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 wow, 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 wow. And and then Mario caught him on the bounce. He only gets a few bounces, though, mm-hmm. if you bounce too many times. That's yeah. it. Uh, no, he saves him. Luigi does ask Mario why he's dressed up like a bear. Mm-hmm. Which is a good laugh, all the kids. And Mario, and Mario says, this is who I am now, Luigi. Why are you dressed up like a green freak? <laughs> I don't ask you these kinds of questions. Um, Bowser looks through the ice he's trapped in and sees Peach celebrating with Mario and his jealousy turns to rage, and he breaks his head free from the ice. Mm-hmm. And it looks weird. Something about the animation of just the head being free looks off. It is a little strange. It incongruent with, like, the rest of him. Yeah, like they had to move his head away from the ice to get it to not clip through it or something. Not the, not the best looking. In a movie full of really good looking things, this was not towards the yeah. top of the list. Uh, He commands his troops to launch a bomber bill at Peach's castle. And from the volcano, a gigantic bomber bill, which is not a bullet bill or a bonsai bill. No, it's bigger. It's a big ass bomber bill. Yep. It's fucking huge. It's actually really badass the way this thing shoots up out of the volcano. Yeah. Yeah. Just signaling doom for everyone. Slowly descending down on the castle and Mario has to go in and try to stop it. And he flies to the bomber bill and tries to like reason with it. Yeah. Which I'm sitting here being like, wait, are these things sentient? Have they always been sentient? I think so. Yeah. Well, this uh, proves it, I guess. They Mm -hmm. do have eyes and, and mouths. Yeah. And sometimes they have arms. And sometimes they do have arms. So I'll accept it. Uh, that does not work. And Mario figures what he should do is whip the bomber bill in the eye with his tanuki tail. Mm-hmm. And I feel like they really missed out on a bit by not having the bomb just be destroyed by that. <laughs> just kind of fall off screen. <laughs> yeah. Do a little boop. We never worry about where it went. It it boops and it goes to a different plane of the movie. Like it's like <laughs> on the front plane and just falls off the screen. It falls through to nowhere. <laughs> Confusing moviegoers worldwide. <laughs> I would have loved that bit. There's nothing there. It never gets that meta with no. like things that happen in the games. So that would have been the ultimate example. Mm-hmm. Maybe the most meta thing is the Mario Kart UI. Yeah. Uh, or like the explanation of the power ups. Oh, that just fucking sucks. I hate that. <laughs> I don't know. Um. Yeah, he whips it in the eye and it turns its attention to Mario. 
uh, and chases him around for a while until Mario gets a brilliant idea. He says, hey, I know how to get rid of this thing. Mm -hmm. I'm going to send it through the same warp pipe that I came here through. Yep, straight into New York City. Straight to where my whole family lives and everyone (laughs) I've ever known. I'm going to send this fucking nuclear bomb back to my home. He doesn't love them anymore. They didn't believe in him. This is you make fun of my now. business. Yeah, you die in fire, <laughs> burn for it. <laughs> yeah. You had a chance. <laughs> uh, what a fucking terrible <laughs> decision it's, that it's Mario the makes. Worst plan. I mean, I've it works ever... out for him, kind of. Kind of, yeah. It does result in a a, a lot of the the area around the that part of New York being destroyed. Heavy casualties. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we don't get to see the final numbers on this, but it is not looking good for the city of Brooklyn. <laughs> uh, it passes through the pipe and luckily explodes in the sort of in-between nebula land. Yeah, which does something that's not fully explained, but it starts sending out these like magic pulses. Yes. That, that were weird. Yeah, not and not explained no. again. We're trying to get towards the end of this movie, so we could got to just do the thing. Um, but when this happens, it creates a vacuum, which sucks in objects from the mushroom kingdom, Mm -hmm. including Mario himself. He is pulled in and spat back out in front of the punch out pizza parlor in Brooklyn. Yeah. It's weird that it's now up here when it was down in some like weird underground cave thing. It doesn't make any sense. I guess it's fine though. But he had to be here for what Mm -hmm. happens next. So uh, why waste time? Yeah, spitting him down there. And then we watch him climb all the way back up the thing back to the pizza parlor. He platforms his way up. I mean, hey, we've seen it a few times. Maybe that (laughs) would have been the overkill. Or what if they had like a metal grate that he had to climb up and like punch it to go to the other side of it? That would be really good, too. I think that would be kind of fun. There's Koopas climbing up after it, and he's punching it to knock them off. (laughs) Yeah, from under them. And then there's a big blue block that he... It's like, (laughs) hey, I wonder what this thing does. What's it say on it? Wop? (laughs) Um, Yeah, he's sitting in the same street that this movie started in. And shortly after he arrives, Bowser arrives behind him. And so does his entire castle, which comes crashing down into the Brooklyn city streets. <laughs> yep, And it's not a small castle. It's a big, very fucking, large. Yeah. Crushing people's homes. Yeah. People are probably in those homes. Yeah. It's, it's like late at night. It's uh, over for all of them, for sure. <laughs> Uh, Mario is sitting here and sees the, the power star sitting behind Bowser and starts to make a move for it. But Bowser sort of knocks him away and blasts him with some flames. Mm-hmm. Peach and Donkey Kong arrive in the scene and join the fight. Uh, but Mario is hiding out in the pizza restaurant. Yep. And Brendan, you had pointed something out very interesting about the way Mario looks in this particular scene. Yeah, we see Mario. He's kind of like shrouded uh, in the dark restaurant, but we get a close up of his face and he's got like bruises and like what look like blood blisters kind of on his face. Like he is beat up looking, which honestly is wild for Nintendo to allow. I'm I'm shocked that they allowed him to be shown that way. Um, I think they got away with it because it's dark. 
Right. Uh, but you can clearly tell that he's he's beat up, um, which I thought was cool because like I wasn't expecting anything like that. Um, you had made reference to the like driving games and companies not wanting their cars to be smashed up. You can put our very expensive car in this game, but if you show it in anything less than total perfection, like that is, you, you cannot do that. Yeah, and I, I felt like Nintendo would be that protective of Mario's uh, design that they wouldn't show him like that. They are extremely protective of their IPs, like when they lend them out to other people, um, even just thinking about like, the original Mario movie that mm-hmm. that happened and was so batshit crazy and terrible that it scared Nintendo from ever like doing something like that again. Yeah. So the fact that here we are 30 years later and like there is a new Mario movie and in it they are letting Mario like look like shit mm-hmm. is is crazy for Nintendo to do. Yeah, I, I'm shocked that they did it. Uh, I'm glad that they did it, though. I thought it was a really good choice. Yeah, it's cool. It like does lead to like, okay, well, Nintendo's not around. They're not afraid to like find out like what we could, how far we can push their mm-hmm. characters. Yeah. I mean, but like even, even in their games, like when they have different studios work on their games, like um, paper Mario isn't allowed to do the characters that they used to do. Right. Uh, they have to just be toads and bobbombs and Koopas. They're not allowed to be like special designs anymore. And that sucks. And that sucks. Um, but to have the movie kind of go out of its way to do something like that. I don't know. Maybe maybe it's looking up. It all started with Mario plus rabbits uh, when they let Mario have a gun. <laughs> when they let him have a gun. Yeah. <laughs> and now the sky's the limit. <laughs> First a gun, then a bruise. What's next? Full penetration sex? (laughs) The hot coffee Mario? (laughs) Oh, yeah, baby. Uh, We can only hope so. (laughs) Uh, He's feeling discouraged, uh, but a TV kicks on in the restaurant, and the Super Mario Brothers plumbing commercial that we had seen earlier is now playing. Mm -hmm. And it does a funny thing where the audio of them saying save Brooklyn starts looping on the yeah. TV. It's like it's stuttering or skipping or something, but it's it's cable. They're watching it on cable. They're watching, uh, yeah, a TV. It's, it's There's no tape or, <laughs> like, disc. I don't know. It's weird. Save Brooklyn, Brendan. Did you hear the message to save Brooklyn? <laughs> they say it so many times. It's really good. Uh, This is enough to help Mario find the courage he needs to get back in the fight. And Peach uh, sees him coming out and then sees the superstar near Bowser and she knocks it away towards Mario. Yep. Uh, He makes a dash for the star, but Bowser blasts at him with a gigantic spout of flame. Mario is about to be incinerated, but luckily from behind him, Luigi jumps in and blocks the flames with a manhole cover. Mm -hmm. Which is the thing we were talking about that was foreshadowed in the plumbing scene. Mm. Luigi does a very similar thing as a jet of water is blasting out of the wall. So we'll have to, again, yeah, go back and see what other things happen in that scene that maybe Mm. happen in this final fight scene, too. Yep. So I'm sure there's more than we realize. Yeah. I'm I'm very curious to see. I want I really hope that that whole scene is replayed in this in this scene. 
like that, that would, would be, be cool. a, like very cool attention to detail and very nice foreshadowing. Yeah, that would be very cool. Um, they have a nice brotherly moment with each other again. Like as long as we're together, we'll never be hurt. Luigi mm-hmm. says it back to him. Yep. Together, they leap towards the power star. Yes. And there's a pause. And then from the smoke, Mario and Luigi both emerge and are shimmering as a version of the invincibility star music starts to play. Yeah, it's kind of hype, I think. It's hype AF for sure. (laughs) Uh, But also, they both used the same power up. That can't Mm -hmm. happen. Mm -mm, Not allowed. No, no, I don't like that in my movies and certainly not in my games. <laughs> I'm also kind of like a little let down that like the MacGuffin of the entire movie was just a regular ass invincibility star. Yeah. Um, I hadn't really thought about how, how much of a bummer that kind of is until this recording. But yeah, it just turns out that it's it's just another power up. Uh, but they treat it like there's like it's the only one in the world. And they, like the penguin people were safeguarding it. It's know. a something capable of like giving Bowser the power to like take over the entire world. Yeah. But just because he's invincible. But also we know that the uh, star is only temporary within mm-hmm. the games. So I don't know. Just a little bit of a letdown that like. We thought like, well, well, certainly it won't just be that. And then it, it was just and that. And then it was, yeah. Which, I mean, it did come out of a question mark block. This is true. Um, I think maybe there are stars that are in blocks, though. In like Mario 64, definitely in Mario Party. Yeah, Mario Party, you randomly get one and it throws off the entire balance of the game. And, everyone and everyone's gets really pissed. Very pissed, except for whoever <laughs> got it. Um, Yeah, they are invincible now. Uh, it does give them some increased strength, uh-huh. uh, which they use to fight through Bowser's army and then knock Bowser around. Uh, they launch him high up into the sky and then send him crashing down through his own castle. Mm-hmm. They do. Mario does the Mario 64 uh, spin and toss with him. This is true. They grab him by the tail and throw him up very high in the sky. Yep. Um, You knew they had to. Uh, Yeah, I'm glad they did. I am as well. As all this is going on, like Spike and Mario's parents and other humans arrive in the scene and are just kind of watching the fight, but don't seem to react at all that like these creatures from another world are crashing into the streets of their beloved home in Brooklyn. Yeah, nobody seems phased by it. Everyone's just like, oh, another day in Brooklyn. Mario, what what wacky things are you up to this time? (laughs) Where have you been? Nothing, Ma, just saving the world from this giant turtle man. Just fixing a leaky pipe. <laughs> <laughs> Sends them all back through, blows it up. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> he puts on sunglasses. Yeah. <laughs> um, yes, Bowser is defeated now. Uh, Peach force feeds Bowser a mini mushroom. Yep. Uh, which turns him very small, and then they trap him in a glass bottle. Yes, just like you said, Brendan, this is a callback to Mario says, oh, I'll get you a pet turtle, and then he gives her Bowser in a jar. Yeah, which is kind of fucked up. It's weird, because it's like a guy. 
Yeah, and and he's in love with her. <laughs> yeah, and now is her property. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking weird. Uh, in any case, the day is saved. Uh, Mario's dad says that he's proud of Mario. We were all waiting for that. Yeah, that's the emotional payoff that the movie needed. <laughs> Thank God. I would not have felt good about how this ended if we didn't get that <laughs> line of dialogue from mm-hmm. Mario's dad. <laughs> Whatever. I'm fine. Sure. Yeah. Uh, there is one final scene in the movie as Mario wakes up in his bed and Luigi arrives and they're getting ready for a day at work. Uh, and they walk outside of their home, but they reveal that they've actually built a home in the Mushroom Kingdom. What? They live here now. Oh. But I noticed that he had like a digital clock, and I think the Nintendo was still there. Do they have electricity in the Mushroom Kingdom? Uh, they have magic. Okay, that's good enough. Uh, there's like lighting in like the antique shop and stuff like that. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I I think... <laughs> I say confidently without having any idea if it's true. <laughs> they could just be like glowing crystals, pieces of the rainbow road. Is that good enough to power an NES so you can play Kid Icarus? Mm, I don't know. Well, we'll Gonna find, have to find out. out in the sequel. We'll do a Mythbusters on that. <laughs> I hope the sequel opens up with Mario all pissed off. I can't even play my fucking Nintendo. There's no electricity in this goddamn place. I told Luigi I didn't want to move because I couldn't get up, give up my video games. <laughs> he's got he's got the builder suit on and he's installing electric cables. <laughs> that actually would be really good. <laughs> uh, they live here now, but they jump into a war pipe seemingly to Brooklyn. I don't know. Kind of unclear. Yeah, I wasn't sure. I didn't. I didn't take the implication that they were going to Brooklyn, but I think you're right. That's probably what was happening. No. Seemed like they were going to work, and I don't think they have leaky pipes in the dark lands. Yeah. <laughs> or not maybe anymore. Not yeah, since no. the Marios moved in. Not with these guys around. Uh, that is the end of the movie, but there are some good credits, things to talk about. Uh, the credits have a screen in them that credits both the current president of Nintendo, whose name I do not know. Uh, Doug Bowser, isn't it? That is Nintendo of America, my boy. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, yeah, I don't know. But what's nice is that the same exact screen just under that, it says former president of Nintendo, Satoru Iwata. Oh. So they credit him in the credits of this movie, which I think is really nice. That's very nice. Yeah. Yeah. A good way to tribute that man. Uh, and then we have some credit scenes, Brendan. Mm-hmm. Uh, real before that, though, the, the credits like movies today do like animated credits before they get into the boring credits. Right. Uh, this one has like a lot of like paper crafted looking like recaps of scenes from the movie. Uh, and I Highly thought that stylized. Was very nice. Yeah, it looks really, really good. Um, The mid there's a mid credit scene of Bowser singing another verse of the Peach yeah. song. Yeah, it's, it, it's it's set up exactly like the first time we open up on the piano. <laughs> so. If uh, if you 12 year olds couldn't get enough of the first one, let's do it again. Yeah. Uh, and then there is a post credit scene where it cuts back underground in Brooklyn and next to the pipe, it dramatically reveals that something else has come through into this world. Oh, my God. What is it? Something important, I'm sure. Uh, it is a. Yoshi egg. Oh my god. And it cracks open and we hear a Yoshi noise. Yep. And that's it. That's it. Yeah, that's the the end credit stinger. 
does not have nearly as much weight as they clearly thought that it did. Uh, yeah, we've seen Yoshis already. <laughs> we've seen them. This world has seen like insane things come into it. Mm-hmm. So like having a Yoshi here is not going to blow anyone's mind. I really hope that the sequel isn't like Mario and Luigi trying to wrangle a Yoshi in New York. It could be kind of cute for like a scene. For like the beginning. And then we go back to the Mushroom Kingdom where we want to be. Hang out with all of our friends, like yeah. Birdo, who also doesn't show up in this movie. Oh, you're right. Birdo doesn't show up. So many missed characters, but we'll there's, get them. We'll get them. There's the no Monty Mole. There's no Monty Mole. There is no... Uh, no Pokey. The guys from Super Mario Sunshine. Oh, the Piantas? Yeah, none of them. No Egad. No Egad. There was no um, Bowser Jr. They did have clown cars, though. So is that the plot of the second movie is Bowser Jr. has to free his dad? Oh, maybe. That'd be kind of fun. Gotta be, right? Yeah, that'd be all right. It'll be a part of it anyway. Hmm. Um, in any case, <laughs> Brendan, we've talked for almost three hours. I didn't expect this would happen, but yeah. I'm not disappointed. No, there was a lot to talk about. That was the Mario movie. So I guess I should ask you, Brendan, how did you feel about the Mario movie? I I thought it was fun. Um, there are things that I don't like about it. Like the licensed music, I think is the biggest thing. Uh, and I think the, the breakneck pacing of the movie was to its detriment. Mm -hmm. Um, but I thought it was a good time. I, I enjoyed it. I had fun seeking out the, the Easter eggs hidden all throughout. Good time. I think I, I am now almost feeling the way I do about this movie that I did about, about detective Pikachu, Mm -hmm. where I do not think it is a very well-structured movie. Mm-hmm. The plot is useless. They, as yeah. we discussed, just introduce things for the sake of doing it mm-hmm. um, and move on from things way too quickly. The pacing in this movie is absolutely atrocious. Oh, it's terrible, yeah. Um, but I do agree with you that it's fun to see Mario stuff in it like that's the only reason that we went to it that's, and talked about it for so long that's why we're here yeah that's why we're doing this damn thing um so for that like I did enjoy that but like I don't know do I want to spend 90 minutes just being like ooh easter egg ooh easter egg yeah um and for that I would just like rather play like a Mario game yeah um I'm actually kind of curious to see what they would do if they were going to do a Super Mario Bros. movie, the game. Yeah, I know. I would be interested to see that. Um, But in terms of the movie, I I thought it was fun. Uh, I'm going to compare it to Sonic because I feel like it has to be done. And I would say that the Sonic movie was a better movie. The Sonic movie, I I do not care nearly about as much about Sonic as I do about Mario. Yeah, agreed. And the Sonic movie is a much better movie mm-hmm. than the Super Mario Brothers movie. Yeah. Um but I I still think it was fun. I don't I don't like regret seeing it. I won't pay to watch it again. Uh I might watch it again at some point if it comes to like a streaming service that I have. You have that I'm taking the word straight out of my mouth. Yeah, that's one that I'm already paying for, too. I'm not going to sign up for one to watch it. Uh, Let's see. Universal. uh, Paramount Plus, right? Paramount Plus. So do you have Paramount Plus? I don't right now. But if there was something on there before this comes out that I want. Can I convince you with the Super Mario Brothers movie? 
No, I didn't think so. Um, yeah, I feel the same way. I don't think I will see this again in theaters, but I don't regret if there is a Mario movie, I'm going to see the Mario movie. If they mm-hmm. come out with a second Mario movie, I'm going to go see the second Mario. Movie. I will probably see the sequel. I'm more excited about a sequel for this than I was for the sequel for Sonic, even though I liked that movie more than this one. Sure. That one, though, I was like, I don't need any more. That was good. That's done. The Mario one, there's so much more that they can do. I want to see if they go bigger and like have more fun with it. Um, I'm not sure if they would or if it would just end up being kind of more of this. Yeah, but that's what I'm afraid of, too, is although I, I don't know, like they they did spend so much time being like reference, reference, reference that maybe the next one they can't rely on that. Like well, they've, they've yeah. done they've done it. They could, though, I think is the problem. They is there's could, they could, so much Mario stuff and there are so many other games that they didn't even touch on. Like we in our initial post, our, our initial pre movie thing, uh, we were talking about like, oh, they might do like a, a tennis thing or like a Mario paint thing or That's so there's true. there's plenty of stuff they could do. They haven't. Um, yeah, they didn't really touch on anything outside of the core Mario games except for Mario Kart mm-hmm. and like donkey kong stuff they could pull a reversal on this movie and have luigi kind of star uh and mario's missing and they have to go find him and then do more luigi's mansion stuff yeah and do more luigi's mansion stuff and they could have like a b plot where we do know what's going on with mario and where he is but like luigi doesn't and they can do more mario stuff in there um there's plenty of shit they could do mario has to golf his way to freedom yeah, like maybe he meets up with maybe he does bump into the Wario brothers and they make him play sports or something. I love that idea Cause so much. Waluigi was invented for tennis so that Wario would have a, a partner. So it would make sense if when they're introduced to the film series, they play tennis. Maybe Mario and Luigi having established a connection between our world and the Mushroom Kingdom bring sports into this world like hey where i'm from we like playing uh soccer but we call each other strikers mm-hmm. so we're going to start a super strikers league here in the mushroom kingdom <laughs> and then he's trying to teach them but they keep like throwing fireballs and shit and he gets a little frustrated at first and then he gets all angry yeah because like, this isn't how soccer is supposed to be played turns all cell shaded and then uh, unleashes like a big attack on them. And there are options for the next movie. Mm-hmm. I'm interested to see what they do. Um, this movie did well enough that I think it's almost guaranteed that they will do another one. Oh, absolutely. And it's going to continue to do well. We're still mm-hmm. in very early stages of this. There's so much money that they're going to yeah, make. It's, it's only been out a week. Well, at the time of recording, not even. No, it's, uh, uh it's only going to go, <laughs> to astronomical places from here. So a sequel is assured. And uh, yeah, I think we both had enough fun. We had enough fun where we're willing to do this again. Mm -hmm. So uh, we'll wait until that time comes. But for now, that's been our review of the Super Mario Brothers movie. Not a very well made movie, but but it was fun. But fun nonetheless. Yeah. We had fun talking about it for twice the runtime of the actual movie itself. (laughs) There's that much to say about it. There is a ton. There's stuff we missed, too. Yeah, we didn't even cover all of it. So 
that's and you know that's on us. You know, just like Mario didn't cover all of the things that happens in his games, mm-hmm. we didn't cover everything that happened in his movie, and yeah. we should be shamed for that. Um, I no, I feel no shame. I feel no shame as well. Uh, Got to recap at gmail.com if you want to reach out to us about uh, your thoughts on the Mario movie, uh, things you liked, things you didn't like, things you would like to see in a sequel. Uh, Let us know at that email address. We would love to read your thoughts. Yep. At Got to Recap on social media. You can also get in touch with us there. Uh, Head to Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Drop us a five-star review of the show. That really helps, especially as people are probably going to be out there searching for Mario movie related content. Mm-hmm. And uh, the more you pump us up, the more likely other people are to find us. So we would, you know, appreciate your help in spreading that word. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for doing that ahead of time. Uh, Brendan, let's uh, go to bed, huh? I'm for it. <laughs> it's late. We're done. We've talked Mario to death. Mm-hmm. Uh But next week, we'll be back on track with our usual Atlas stuff. Hell yeah. Our our usual bullshit. The usual shit that we do, but it won't be quite as long as this. (laughs) So we'll see you all for that next week. Thank you so much for listening. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.